Fellow Americans, it looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not gonna make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principles and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government, and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. gentlemen welcome back to another episode of we the people radio i'm your host james and joining me as always is my good friend alan we got a fun show for you guys today we're gonna tune in for the state of the union address and watch the real chinese spy try to uh mumble some sentences together uh while we translate for the lovely ladies and gentlemen that are sitting at home watching uh before we get started and get into a few of the topics that i want to talk about before the state of the union actually kicks off because there are a few things that we can talk about. Uh, if you're watching, share this, uh, share the show, like comment, join the chat, come and hang out with us. Um, we're fighting up against these big tech overlords. The censorship is real out in these streets, share it far and wide. It really helps us out. Even likes and comments just help us get past that algorithm. Also shout out to our sponsors, my Patriot cigars, go to mypatriotcigars.com. Get the number one smokes in the game. Uh, they're fucking unbelievable. That's a uh, light one up. Sp springtime is coming up. Golf season's coming up. Beach season. You're definitely going to want to have some of these My Page cigars. Mine's the my favorite's the Mark 48. But you can pick up a sample pack. Uh, there's four selections that you can pick up. I I know you got a special uh, a special edition dropping pretty soon. Yeah, Very there's going to be a limited release of of one coming. I actually have this year possibly just you know there's going to be a couple of different limited 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 runs of uh of, of a few different ones this year Definitely. I, I i heard a little behind the scenes action of what they might be and i'm very excited to to see them hit the market and you will hear first when uh when they do finally hit the shelves and you can order some for yourself uh go to mypatriotcigars.com code wprusa for 15 percent off 
your order. You definitely won't regret it. Sample packs, full boxes, whatever you want to pick up. Uh, My Page Cigars has your needs. Also, Kush Creams. Go to kushcreams.com. Number one topical in the game. 121 cannabis cups for a reason. This stuff is the tits. I use it every single day. The roll-ons, the actual cream, the natural scentsy, everything. It, it's unbelievable. Go to kushcreams.com, code WPRUSA. Uh, and go to get da- get serious-cbd.com, get the number one CBD on the planet. Uh, pick up yours today. It's it's truly changed people's lives. Our, our good friend over at the Patriot Party Podcast, Mick, uh, we call him Dick Punch on this show. He was able to get off of all of his uh, PTSD medication that he was getting from the VA and just switch to serious CBD. So go get yours today, code WPRUSA. What is that noise? Do you hear that? I don't know. Maybe it's the, the voices in your head. No. I think it's the voices in your head. It's the voices. It's definitely the voices. They're telling you. No, it sounds like there's a crowd. Oh, I know what it is. I figured it out. I'm an idiot. This is where we <laughs> realize. The state of you, like it sounded like people are talking. At I'm one like, point. He's going on. <laughs> At one point during every show, we realized that James has the retard moment. And this was it. This was it. And we're going to have the... This is why we have this button. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of retarded. So I have it playing right now. And this is what we were hearing in the background, of course. Um, and I'm probably going to have to shut down all the chats to run this. That's crazy. Um but uh, that's what I was hearing was them, you know, gathering in the Senate chambers and uh, or the the House, the Congress and uh, getting ready for Joey Bag of Donuts to come live and direct. So I put a tweet out yesterday and uh, it, it, got, it got retweeted like, I don't know, a few hundred times. And I said, a lot of I said, I would donate five thousand dollars to any Republican Congress member or senator to their campaign if they made a white balloon float around the house chamber during the uh the state of the union and i said i was telling people to tag their favorite republican and so many people were getting you know tagged and then it's funny because today margie taylor green got a white, yeah a, a white balloon and she was walking around the capitol with it now I, I i doubt she's gonna have the balls to walk into the house chamber but we'll see but uh, I, I want to see if anyone is. Uh, I'd like to see like somebody pull pull a, a balloon out of their pocket, blow it up. Doesn't have to have helium in it, but blow it up just enough where they hit it like a beach ball, and then whoever like yeah. is on there forced to shoo it away to the point where it's just floating around the house chamber. The you know like a Chinese spy balloon, like a Joey like Vega. Let it touch the ground or like the beach balls at the sporting events. Right. It it, it would be that would be legendary. I. I don't expect to hear it. I expect him to say how he created the the lowest unemployment. I expect him to say how he shot down the the spy plane, um, and how everything's a okay. So I think I think he's going to his guest of honor was is is the um you know they always invite somebody is the guy who disarmed the shooter at um oh shit I forgot already at one of these mass shootings I think it went in a, in a park somewhere or something like that I think he's going to talk about his well, you know, as far as gun control initiative I think he's going to talk about um possibly he's probably going to do a, a dig to the republicans about the budget 
Um, he's going to talk about, like you said, his his uh, his uh, job creation, which is such bullshit. Because if they took away all of the numbers from when the COVID jobs, nobody. The, he didn't create those jobs. People just went back to work from jobs they couldn't yeah. go to. The government shut it down, um, amongst other things. Now, obviously, it was before we were born, but uh, Gerald Ford, when he was president, he was, uh, I, I would say, the, the most candid uh, president during his State of the Union in 1975 because – the state of the union. We all know what the state of our union is. The state of our union is complete garbage right now. Inflation, borderline recession, gas prices, grocery prices. You mm -hmm. know, we're, we're we're energy dependent. We're not energy independent. And Gerald Ford, I, I pulled a, a thing of his uh, of his, of his state of the union, and basically, his, I'm going to read it really quick. It's a, it's a paragraph. Yeah, read it. He said, President, does President Gerald Ford's State of the Union, 1975. He said, I must say to you that the state of the union is not good. Millions of Americans are out of work, which is still true today. Recession mm -hmm. and inflation are eroding the money of, of millions more. Prices are too high and sales are too low. This year's federal deficit will be about $30 billion. Billion. Now we're in the trillions. Remember that. This is 1975. Next year is probably $45 billion. The national debt will rise to over $500 billion. Now we're in the trillions again. Our plant capacity and productivity are not increasing fast enough. We depend on others for essential energy. Some people question their government's ability to make hard decisions and stick with them. They expect Washington poli politics as usual. So this literally right here what Gerald Ford said in 1975 is something that Joe Biden should be honest with the American people about and be talking about tonight. Inflation is high. Jobs are low. The deficit is high. Where we're depending on our other, getting our energy from essential energy from other places, but now that's all wins for the Democrats. That's all wins for them being energy dependent on somebody else, and they don't that's see yeah. right. So, but literally, I, I I I read Gerald Ford's State of the Union, and I feel that that's where we are now. The State of the Union is not good. No, the, the the country is in decline. I don't know if you saw Donald Trump was on a uh, a radio show recently and did a call in, and it wasn't like a a, a big like Fox or any of those radio shows. It was yeah. actually a smaller show, talking about exact exactly this. Uh, he asked him about his thoughts on the State of the Union, and he's like, "Well, uh, it's not good." He's like, uh, "We're we're we're in a country, the country that's in decline. Like the world around us is laughing at us." Nobody takes us seriously, um, and this country is collapsing at a at a at a rapid rate. Yeah, a real rapid rate. Like I, you know, I feel like we're in a in a nosedive, and now with recent events, it's you you you. We are the laughing stock, and you lose all confidence in the national security and the safety of our country when they have this balloon flying around. And allow it to fly across country and then come up with these stories. Well, the president said on Wednesday, gave the order to shoot it down. Well, if he's the commander in chief, it should have been shot down on Wednesday. So who made the decision to wait till Saturday? So is he the suggester in chief or is he the commander in chief? And did someone override him and make the decision? Well, we're going to strategically wait till Saturday for it to be 
over the Atlantic, six nautical miles off of the coast, so it doesn't land on anybody. Uh, you know, and then of course they're 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 saying, well, we prevented it from transmitting uh, uh, information to China, which oh, uh, sure, sure, I, I I don't believe that. And then of course the big lie about. Well, first it was well three but it happened three times during the trump administration and he hid it from the american people and everyone in the trump administration including people who now despise trump like john bolton said no that never happened on our watch and then they said oh well it, it was it wasn't detected until after he left office so all the hundreds of jets in the air every day thousands mm -hmm. of jets in the air commercial jets in the air every day and the looky-loos who were looking up in the stars waiting for the aliens to abduct them out in Montana and Utah and all those other mm -hmm. places, you're telling me nobody would have seen anything. Nobody would have seen anything. So I, 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 I have a hard time believing any of that because here, here's what they said us. They, they, didn't say, they didn't just say John Bolton. They said General Mattis knew about it and didn't tell the president because he was scared of how he was going to react and handle the situation. It, that which, wasn't even proven to be to, to which, be sure yet. No, it's actually been proven to be false. Right. Uh, General Mattis came out and said, he goes, no, that, that actually never, never did happen. Now he could be saying that because if, if in fact a Chinese spy balloon was in the air and he didn't tell the president, the sitting U S president, that is a treasonous offense. And he could be in a lot of trouble for not um, disclosing that information to the president of the United States. But at the same time, the reason why this Chinese spy balloon was found was not because, you know, the DOD reported on it and said, hey, there's a Chinese. It was like some farmer who was just looking up in the sky and was like, yo, that doesn't look right. And then called. He, he posted it and they started TikToking about it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it became a story. So it, it's very interesting to me that they're trying to spin this narrative. And it's, it's so typical of the deep state, of the media, to spin this narrative. Because when in doubt, blame Donnie. Orange man bad. It's always his fault. He did something. He, like, like I saw this one tweet earlier. Like one, one president shot down a Chinese spy balloon and the other president didn't even know one was in our airspace and tell me which one's a bigger threat to freedom and democracy. And that was probably from an account who, again, isn't a paid operative by well, some Democratic group. 1,000%. 1,000%. But you see tweets like this, and it's the narrative that these NPCs spit out. Yeah. That's what they do. And they're like, yeah, like Donnie knew about it, and he didn't, didn't even know that there was a balloon in his airspace and did nothing about it. So wh what's wrong with Joey Bag of Donuts? He, he actually did something and shot it down. Like, right. how did well, he even get, like, why didn't it get shot down in Alaska? Why didn't it get shot down before huh? it got into Montana? Why didn't it get shot down before oh. it entered our fucking airspace? But he said, now, if, now, if this is true, and he gave the order on Wednesday – then if he gave the order to shoot it down on Wednesday, was his order, in fact, shoot it down, or was it shoot it down when it is strategically safe where it won't land on anybody and hurt anybody as far as the debris field? Because if it was just shoot it down and they whoever took that order and decided to wait till Saturday, well, that's going against the order of the commander-in-chief. So 
who, what order was given? When was it given? And how was it given? Was it shoot it down now, which that should have been, it should have been, listen, we detected this thing wherever it was in the Pacific by Alaska, shoot it down then. Or if it was in fact not detected until it was in our airspace, which is very weird, then shoot it down now. And it was a big balloon. Uh, yeah. You know, no, it was massive. I and mean, it was think of how high it was in the sky, which I still think it was a satellite, but that's a whole nother argument. Um, but look at how high it was up in the sky and and how big it still was for people to see it. it that thing was massive. And now, they said it could be fit like 10 cars or like three buses or something. There was a report today, and I didn't look into it, but there was a report someone said, Oh, breaking. I don't know where it was, that uh that it was um uh equipped with explosives for self-detonation now i i, I, I saw say, that report too i don't i don't think that was true but I don't know. even 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 if it's not true it j just the potential threat of that or an emp or uh another deadly virus or uh you know the, the list goes on and on and on and on as to reasons why we should not be letting this float above our airspace and what if it was a test to see what they can get away with or to map out something else to see if they're going to they can send something over like there's so many different variables to this story and why allowing this spot the spy balloon if it is in fact a spy balloon to just float around our country in our airspace no big deal all willy-nilly what i want to know is all right so it is wednesday right no it's tuesday it's tuesday, it's tuesday. It's, tuesday. So, right, it's tuesday they shot it down on saturday how in the hell has nobody trolled the united states government and put a gigantic white balloon on a drone and flown it around. How has that not happened yet? How has nobody trolled the United States government yet and flown around balloons on drones? They, I mean, I'm not, I'm not familiar with uh, drones airs because, like, there's there's like uh, airspace rules now for drones. It doesn't matter if you have it's a, a rule. Yeah. You're telling me that ultimate, an ultimate troll wouldn't just get a white balloon big enough and fly it around on a drone because that is enough to freak some NPC out. Like, oh my God, it's another, it's another balloon. Whether they understand it's on a drone or not, most likely not because they're nope. retards. You would figure that there would be video and pictures of look, there's another one. There's another one. Meanwhile, it's just it's just idiots like eating hot pockets in mom's basement, flying around a drone with a white balloon on just to see if it hits the news. I wish I had a drone because I would have done it already. I'm surprised you didn't buy one just to do this. I might I might go on Amazon tonight. White <laughs> balloon drone. Now, now that you think about it, I might I might actually do it. The and FBI, my FBI is agent assigned to me sitting down the block in the uh, in the in the uh, in the van just spilled his coffee all over himself for me saying that. Drone balloon coming soon, Mister FBI guy. Don't worry, <laughs> don't worry. He'll he'll be ready for you. Do you ever see? Actually, it's funny that you say that. There was a uh, video. This guy got pulled over and he had drugs on him, and the cop pulls him over and. Some for some reason he had helium filled balloons and he tied all the drugs to the helium filled balloons and just let them go and they just flew up in the sky. You see the cop running out of his car trying to shoot this balloon out of the sky. Was that real? Yeah, it was real. The police car, the police cam footage from the car. It was hysterical. It must have been like small amounts of drugs to put in it because and how was it one balloon? Uh, a couple balloons. 
couple balloons. Yeah. That's, uh, that, that's, that's funny. That's funny. It was great, dude. It was great. So before, cause we're, we're starting, uh, the state of the union soon. You can see they're, they're all getting ready. Um, let's start when they introduced this. Buffoon. I'm going, I'm going to, but I wanted to talk a little bit about the events this weekend and these satanic fucks. Uh, and what what they're literally shoving down everybody's throat. And then you see the media's response. And the media's response was something that I found a lot of enjoyment out of. I don't know I, about you, Ellen. I have to say, if anybody wasted their time watching the Grammys, you should really reconsider your existence on planet Earth right now. Because one, it's it's self-indulged... Hollywood elitists that care about you um, as much as they care about the pile of shit sitting on the sidewalk who you're giving your money to, to go and watch the watch things in theaters and buying their merchandise and supporting them. And they're, they're turning around and they're taking what we already know. They're all just satanic sickos. And, and again, like just, just acting it out in front of our faces well, while other Hollywood elitists eat it up, love it, and enjoy it. And, you know, that song, didn't that song, did that song Unholy that that, that, that jerk off, whatever his name was, sing, didn't that supposedly win best song? I have no idea. Jill Biden announced the best song. Uh, so uh, I don't know if that was it, but one of those songs, maybe it was a song they were playing. There's actually the, the song that they were singing where they were all dressed up in red and devils and everything. Lizzo dressed up as a, she looked like a giant abortion. Um, they look like blood clots. They yeah, look, they, and the whole event was sponsored by Pfizer. The whole event was. No, so, so the lyrics of the song, part of it was like, um, to be my like Balenciaga yep, daddy. Yep, yep. And yeah, of course, Pfizer sponsored it i mean they sponsor everything if anybody saw that as a surprise again hello no but it's 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 again it's again right right in your fucking face and then you see sam harris say it's he tweets out oh it's going to be a special night and cbs responds and says we can't wait to worship is the response like 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 it's an actual satanic ritual and that's exactly what it is that's exactly what it is you have to think, you have to maybe, like a part of me today, because I saw that, where we can't wait to worship a, a mainstream media station and all of these people with their red and their their devil horns and their satanic fucking ritual. Men things. dressing like women. I swear it's like, it's like one big troll of... America, like, like the trolling religion... I Alan, I'd, I'd agree with you. I'd agree with you. But when you actually study the satanic temple and, and the religion uh, and the church of Satan, what they believe is they have, they believe in karmatic retribution. They have to uh, tell you what they're doing. So they don't face con the consequences of what they're actually doing. Like some of the things that, that they're doing, like actually Andrew Tate says it best. I'll put it, play it right here. Actually on purpose which as we've just deciphered it must have been why are they doing this 
And I don't think many people understand why a brand like Balenciaga would so openly show the world that they are trying to promote pedophilia. Tell them. I'll tell them why. So some could argue that they're trying to advertise it and encourage it. Normalize. Normalize. And that is the case. That is what they're trying to do. But it actually goes a level deeper than that. Satanists, people who worship Satan, believe in karmic retribution. They believe that they can suffer the consequence of lying and tricking you. So the very simple premise is this. If I sell poison apples and I write apples and you come and eat one, I poisoned you. But if I sell poison apples and I have a sign that says apples, they're poison and you come and eat one, you committed suicide. I haven't murdered you. You've committed suicide. That's what, that's what Satanists believe. Satanists believe by telling you what they're doing, they don't have any karmic retribution. I'm not responsible for the for the the concept. I'm not responsible for all the negative fallout from my actions if they understood what I was doing and allowed me to do it. This mm -hmm. is why they show you and tell you what they're doing. Like, if like, I like, show you and tell you that we are pedophiles and you continue to buy our products, mm -hmm. then you're supporting pedophilia and yep. you're obviously okay with us being pedophiles. Yep. If I do it hidden behind your back, then you can argue and say I didn't know they were pedophiles. But by showing you. I've shown you I'm a pedophile. You still want to wear my T-shirt. So obviously what I'm doing is okay. And this karmic retribution model and the way that Satanists view the world, and when I say Satanists, I genuinely mean people Satanist. who worship Real Satan. Satan. The people mm -hmm. who are in charge of these brands and in charge of the Western world and in charge of the Matrix genuinely worship Satan. When you understand the idea of karmic retribution, you can apply that to so many scenarios. They're doing this with everything. Karmic retribution isn't just about Balenciaga. Let's look at the recent scam of COVID. They made it very clear to you it was bullshit. They made it very clear the vi that the virus isn't going to hurt you. They made it clear that they didn't listen. They, made they it disobeyed the mask laws. Yeah, they made it very clear to you it was all stupid. So that when you still did it, they could say, ah, well. He's 100% right. And this is th this is exactly what they're doing with these, these shows. And this is not the first show that they have been doing this. No, no. I mean, this has been like I always tell people to go back and watch the right, 2012 right. London Olympic opening yeah, ceremonies. Yeah. It's one of the most satanic ceremonies I've ever seen. It's, it literally mimics what's going on as far as the virus goes and, and everything. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of nurses and kids and uh, in beds. It's really fucking creepy and weird. Giant wizard dude showing up. It's fucking awful. Um, but. These people do those things because they are actual Satan worshipers. They actually believe in Satan. And this is something that brought me back to God in, in, in such a major way. Because I knew that they were in to weird shit and they were doing these cult, occultic type ceremonies and witchcraft. I knew it, but I, I didn't understand that they actually believed in Satan. Like they actually truly believe in satan and there is no satan without god they don't they they don't exist separately they they're they exist together and if they have information and knowledge that we do not have which we know they do mm -hmm. and they worship this evil deity and and carry out his will which is do without will and uh alistair crowley's whole philosophy uh we can go on and on about it um, and I, I actually want to, we're going to have uh, Mark Palmer on. He's going to talk, talk to us about the occult and, and uh, what it's truly about. It's, it's really deep and evil and 
and gross. But if they truly believe in this stuff, then there has to be a God. And this is what turned me back to God. And, and you know, I started going straight to the source. And it was something that I had to realize that these people truly believe in this stuff. They don't just act it out to be cool. This is not just because it looks good or uh, it's a, a cool thing to do. This is what they do. Yeah, no, it's an actual. Oh, of course. I was my satanic temple. Yep, a- Anton Lavey. Uh, he was he was the founder of the Church of Satan, which is different than the Satanic Temple. Yes, but like I I was just talking recently about um, the Satanic Temple because they're opening up a ritualistic abortion clinic in New Mexico. Oh, and they're actually going to they're looking to. Um, uh, you know, they're a 503, whatever, a nonprofit by the U.S. government. The United States government gave them their EIN number and their tax exempt. They're a, a religious organization. They have mm-hmm. chapters everywhere. I mean, they have over like two dozen chapters all over the country and in and, and the world. I mean, they're in Texas, California, they're everywhere. Uh, Germany, yeah. Finland, so many places. Um, New York City. Anyway. A, a, it's, it's supposed to open on Valentine's Day, as a matter of fact, February 14th, and it's the uh, a ritualistic abortion clinic. It's on their website because they have the, thing, uh, the Satanic Temple Health. Um, they even will sell you in the states that it's legal. They will sell you for $90, I think, abortion pills, they'll, and they'll come nondescript to your home. And they're naming it because Samuel uh, – Justice Sam Alito um, – wrote the opinion when they struck down Roe v. Wade. So they're actually, and this is legit, they're naming the abortion clinic the Samuel Alito Mother's Abortion Clinic. Like, legit. These people are such sick fucks. You think it's a parody reading it, but it is real. No. And their plan is to open as many clinics as they can. They're selling merch, which is selling... They're 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 asking for donations, which they're getting. So I was talking to Natalie Denise about it briefly. Uh, we were texting, and I said, "Hey, we really need to to just for exposing purposes to follow the money if we can to see if they have any larger donors. Do they have larger corporate donors? But I tell you what, it, it, if they do, they're hiding very well because it's very hard to follow the money. Other than they have." They, they, they get donations through websites and through merch sales. So uh, how they're being funded, I guess self-funded through those donations, is they're able to, to open this satanic ritual abortion clinic. It's wild. It's evil. It's pure evil. And, you know, you see the Sam Smith, or is that his name, or Sam Harris? I don't even know the fucking guy's name. I'm not sure. But you see him when he first came out, as a, as an artist looked like a normal dude looked like a regular average joe definitely looked a little gay but i actually didn't know who he was until this whole satanic thing i never paid attention to him i didn't really know who I, yeah, I don't even know if it's sim smith or sam harris i don't even fucking know oh here comes the first lady joe jill biden yeah I, I don't know who he is but it, it's wild on how they how they did that how they performed and they were i mean if you looked at j-lo and ben affleck they did a close up on them and they were like, you know, really into it, into the music, like it just oh, yeah. into the whole performance. And uh, it wasn't at the, wasn't JLo in the halftime? Yeah, JLo was in the halftime show with the snake and Shakira. 
and uh, they were doing all that satanic stuff uh, uh, with her and Beyonce. It was all it's it's they do this constantly. And I always I, I, I used to talk about it a lot. We did a few episodes about about the satanic religion and Hollywood and the elite and what they do. Yeah. And the reason why they have these big spectacles is because we're all watching. Everybody mm-hmm. tuned in to the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. Everybody's watching. And we may be watching, especially when you're not awake and you're you're not aware that these people are satanic and these people are actually worship the devil. You're just watching it as an entertainment type purpose. Yeah. And you're as your favorite artist. You're giving that artist and what they're doing your energy. Even though you are giving them positive energy in your mind, like, oh, I feel great. Here's all my positive energy. This feels great. You're yeah. giving them that energy. And they are then in turn taking that energy that you were give, willingly giving them and using it for nefarious reasons. Did you know that the turkey earthquake happened the very same minute that the grammys kicked off really the very same minute (laughs) and uh i don't know if a lot of people are talking about this i haven't seen anything but um i remember when isaac cappy had died and he had a dead man switch and very shortly after he died videos started surfacing of this bathhouse that's in turkey (laughs) and little children are running around and I didn't want to play the video because it's very disturbing. But it doesn't surprise me. I mean, in in, in any of these weird countries. And, uh, you know, it really looks like a a satanic ritual that they're carrying out and they're using our energy, the people that tuned in to do nefarious things and evil things. Let's face it. Pedophilia in itself, crimes against children is satanic in itself. Yes, it, it's it's there's, there's no it's evil, it's evil. So it all goes hand in hand, you know. Did 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 uh, did Joey B walk in the room yet? Did they announce him or? No, they're still shaking everybody's hands. They did the Supreme Court justices. Oh, okay. Is there any is there anything worth watching? Introductions? Should we tune in or? We we could tune in. Um, I'll bring it over. Let's see. Here we go. Oh, now it starts to slow up. Of course, I've been watching this whole time. And let's unmute it and say hi to our guest. Oh, look, there's Mayor Pete. Oh, Pete Buttplug? There he is. Mayor Pete Buttplug. You have to close down some tabs if you got a lot of going on. Let's see. Look at yeah, I close down my chats. There they are, just hanging out. For one, one thing, and I was I was talking to a few, um, I was talking to a few people today, and uh, I want to know if anyone is going to ask. Oh, there's there's Mayorkas, Kevin McCarthy is he's just hanging out with Kamala. Um, I was actually I was I was having a conversation with Ron from Steak for Breakfast today about it. If the speaker is charged with the security of the Capitol. So mm-hmm. Kevin McCarthy now is a speaker. He's charged with the security, just like Nancy Pelosi was. Um, they were having the State of the Union, and then they were putting up those fences around the Capitol. Yes. Now, the speaker is in charge of the security. So I'm wondering if that was something, a decision that came from his office. And if it did not, I'd really like to be asked, well, 
who can override the Speaker of the House as far as security for the Capitol? Because I don't think anybody can, or if he was influenced to put the fences up because all oh, the president's coming and the secret service was asking or something like that. Like I, I really would like him to be asked Kevin McCarthy to be asked about the decision of why the fences went up around the Capitol days before. So and, and, the reports that I read it, it was, it was from the bag of donuts administration directly. It wasn't that that's the reports that I read uh, that Joe Biden asked to do this, which if it is the case, Alan, which I don't know if it is, because I don't think he asked anybody to do a damn thing. Let's be real. He can't even. Well, it was probably it could it could have been his detail. I mean, not him personally, but they probably he he wouldn't have asked for it. So let me ask you this, though. Isn't he supposed to be the party of unity? Like, wasn't he supposed to become the, the president that brings everybody together? And if it was we 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 know that if it was up to him he'd he'd have walls everywhere. But if he or if his detail they would have had they couldn't have just done. Look at her, look at her, Alan. There she is. Is that Paul with her? I would fuck. No, that's not Paul. Nancy Pelosi. It's not. I don't know. I I, I forget what he looks like. No, he has dark hair, doesn't he? I don't know if that's him or not. I don't think that's Paul Pelosi. If he is, he, that hammer made him age pretty quickly. Let me see. Let me Googleize him. But uh, it, it, the question still remains: if 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 the administ- if if the Biden administration and his security detail asked or pushed for it, whose decision is it ultimately? It's uh, to me, it would still be Kevin McCarthy's decision. He's charged with the security of the Capitol. He made comments when he became speaker that the Capitol is open to the public, which it is now. Um, you know, you can come and see your 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 representative and, and things like that, tours the whole nine. And then now we're gonna do this the State of the Union and fences are gonna go up and it's a heavy, heavy duty law enforcement presence. Because days before there were unmarked vehicles everywhere. I was I spoke to people that were there, boots on the ground. And so I'm hoping that a reporter, one way or another, asks Kevin McCarthy why the fences and whose decision was it. And you know, it's a question that needs to be asked. At this point, it needs to be asked. One thousand percent, it needs to be asked. Why? Why were they put up? Who put them up? And uh, uh, about to announce them. Here you go. You have volume. She's not wearing a tablecloth. It's unbelievable. Somebody, somebody he doesn't even know where he's like. He's looking around like. Is it my birthday? Is this a surprise party? <laughs> Is this all for me? Oh my goodness. Just, just come this way, old man. Just keep yep, walking. Coming. He doesn't even know what's going on. Like Sheila Jackson's like, oh my God, look at this. This is oh, Chucky e. Schumer right up his ass. Yep, of course. So he'll have the leadership of both parties following him. I see Scalise behind him. <laughs> Who are you? Who am I? I don't know. 
Who are we? Who are we? He doesn't even know. He's just gonna smile and nod to everybody. I hope your butt's been wiped. Uh, my butt's been wiped. Uh, I hope they shot him up to whatever whatever stuff he needs so he doesn't shit his pants. Somebody have him snort an Adderall. Shit wins are coming. I saw a picture of Joe Biden or a video of Joe Biden on the Tonight Show from when he was VP. And it, this looks nothing like this guy. Abs- not even close. <laughs> Congratulations. You didn't shoot your pants. Is that what he's congratulating you about? There's Akeem Jeffries in the back. Congratulations. You, you, you made it. Justice, how are you, man? Can't can believe we, you stopped us from killing kids. Can we uh <laughs> the show on the road here? Oh, saying hi to Chief Justice think, John Roberts. I think he's going to I, I would imagine they're gonna have him start and finish in like 40 minutes. You think he's got 40 minutes in you in him? I I mean how I long was that the last day of the union? Because he didn't do his first year. I don't remember. He just he just did the um He just saluted General Milley. Look at this fucking asshole. Oh yeah, we did a great job taking down the balloon, guys. <laughs> did a fucking fantastic job. Really protected us uh, Americans. Kept China out of here. General, I bet you I could do more push-ups than you. Want to take this out, Pat Jack? I didn't see Clarence Thomas. His uh, his State of the Union last the, the first one he did um, was one hour, one minute. One hour and one minute. Yeah. Bill Clinton has. I think sounds so fake. I'm not even like. Now, nah, so you you you'll get. You'll get that whole side of the room cheering. I want to know. I want to see if Lauren Boebert is going to yell out bullshit at any time. I hope she does, dude. I really (laughs) hope she does. Oh, Kevin McCarthy just shaking Joe Biden's hand. No big deal. (laughs) This is why we lose the war, my friend. They pull out all the stops. Gave him a copy of the speech. They should uh, they should up one Nancy and he should take out a lighter and set it on fire. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. you need a little volume there, you're you're muffled. Hold on. Oh, maybe maybe it's just him. I'm on the mic. Honor 
present to you the there president you of Perfect. the United States. Mr. Speaker. Thank you. You can smile. It's okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You can smile. Thank it's you. okay. Please. There's nothing to smile about, dick, dickhead. Mr. Speaker, Madam Vice President, our First Lady and Second Gentleman, good to see you guys up there. First Lady and Second Gentleman. Do you think Kamala cucks him? Like calls calls uh, Mayor Willie Brown and just cucks her think, husband? By the way, Chief Justice, I may need a court order. She gets to go to the, the game tomorrow, uh, next week. I have to stay home. <laughs> Got to work something out here. Members right, of the we're to a good start. Great Chief start Justice, here. Associate Justice and retired. We're going to get some drinks flowing here. What's some drinking game? Fellow Americans. You know, uh, I start tonight by congratulating the 118th Congress and the new Speaker of the House. He got the Kevin number McCarthy. right. Wow. Impressive. Oh, look at Kamala. She's like, I don't even want to fucking stand up. Speaker, I don't want to ruin your reputation, but I look forward to working with you. <laughs> His reputation is very good. The new leader of the House Democrats, the first African-American minority leader in history, Hakeem Jeffries. Hakeem Jeffries. Where's, where's Dr. Fauci's? My brothers and sisters. Yeah. Joe Biden hates him. Oh, I know. He can't stand him. Joe Biden's one of the biggest racists in politics. His mentor was an exalted cyclops of the KKK. Congratulations, the longest serving leader in the history of the United States Senate, Mitch McConnell. Where are you, Mitch? Cocaine Mitch. Of course, he's, he's, he's congratulating all of his fucking... Who wants Mitch McConnell won't even stand up to say with the wave. Congratulations to Chuck Schumer, another... Look at him, he looks like a uh, turtle. You know, another term is, is Senate Minority Leader. Uh, you know, I think you, uh, only this time you have a slightly bigger majority, Mr. Leader, and you're the Majority Leader. About that much bigger? Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I want to give special recognition to someone who I think uh, is going to be considered fuck. the greatest speaker in the history of the House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, the greatest speaker in the history of the House. The fattest tits in the history of the house. Who I would fuck? Trailblazer. Absolute trailblazer. Folks, the story of America is a story of progress and resilience, of always moving forward, of never, ever giving up. It's a story unique among all nations. We're the only country that has emerged from every crisis we've ever entered stronger than we got into it. Look, folks, this, that's what we're doing again. Two years ago, the economy was reeling. I stand here tonight after we've created, with the help of many people in this room, go. 12 million new jobs. Yep, More 12 jobs million. Two years, any that's pre- a lie. 12 million new jobs. That's a lie. Bullshit. Bullshit. 
In two years, all all new jobs. New jobs. COVID had shut down. Our businesses were closed. Our schools were robbed of so much. And today, COVID no longer controls our lives. And two years ago, democracy faced its greatest threats in the Civil War. And today, though bruised, our democracy remains unbowed and unbroken. Yeah, it's pretty fucking broken there, dude. China. As we gather here tonight, we're writing the next chapter in the great American story, a story of progress and resilience. When world leaders ask me to define America, and they do, believe it or not, I can define it in one word. It's like he's a first grader. Possibilities. (laughs) We don't think anything is beyond our capacity. Everything is a possibility. You know, we're often told that Democrats and Republicans can't work together. But over the past two years, we proved the cynics and naysayers wrong. Yes, we disagreed plenty. And yes, there were times when Democrats went alone. But time and again, Democrats and Republicans came together, came together to defend a stronger and safer Europe. It came together to pass one in a stronger and safer, safer Europe infrastructure law, building bridges connecting our nation and our people. We came together to pass the most significant law ever, helping victims expose the toxic burn pits. And in fact, what, what victims of toxic burn pits? Uh, a law that they passed. But he definitely said Europe. He didn't say the Union. In fact, I signed over 300 bipartisan pieces of legislation since becoming president. From reauthorizing the Violence Against Women Act, the Electoral Count Reform Act, the Respect for Marriage Act that protects the right to marry the person you love. And to my Republican friends, together the last Congress, there's no reason we can't work together and find consensus on important things in this Congress as well. I think... Kevin McCarthy is just sitting there back there clapping. Folks. You know, it would be great if Matt Gates just, like, let a real fucking mean fart go in the middle of his speech. Fighting for the sake of fighting, power for the sake of power, conflict for the sake of conflict gets us nowhere. That's always been my vision of our country, and I know it's many of yours. To restore the soul of this nation, to rebuild the backbone of America, America's middle class, and to unite the country. We've been sent here to finish the job, in my view. For decades, the middle class has been hollowed out. And more than, and not no one administration, but for a long time. What? Too many good-paying manufacturing jobs move overseas. Factories, once thriving cities and towns that many of you represent, became shadows of what they used to be. Can we get gas back to a dollar eighty-nine a gallon? Yeah. George Ford days. Our sense of self-worth. I ran for president to fundamentally change things. To make sure our economy works for everyone. Yep. That's not why you ran for president. Build an economy from the bottom up and the middle out, not from the top down. Because well, that's what's going on right now. As well, the poor have a ladder up, and the wealthy still do very well. We all do. Well. The poor, dude. I went to Costco. I bought ten things. Literally, I bought ten things. I spent two hundred dollars, one hundred eighty-four dollars. Look at Bernie and his duck man. He's fucking mess. No, a lot of you always kid me for always quoting my dad, but my dad used to say, "Joey, a job's about a lot more than a paycheck." 
as you really would say this, it's about a lot more than a paycheck. It's about your dignity. It's about respect. It's about being able to look your kid in the eye and say, honey, it's gonna be okay and mean it. Well, folks, so let's look at the results. We're not finished yet by any stretch of the imagination, but on right. a 3.4%, a 50-year low. Oh, 50-year low in unemployment rate. That's, that's, uh... 1.4%, I think, when he took profit. Now it's a 7. Record unemployment for black and Hispanic workers. Near record. Guess who has the record there, Jim? Your help. 800,000 good-paying manufacturing jobs. The fastest growth in 40 years. The fastest growth in 40 years. Yeah, we can't afford nothing. Where is it written that America can't lead the world in manufacturing? And I don't know where that's written. For too many decades, we imported projects and exported jobs. Now, thanks to what you've all done, we're exporting American products and creating American jobs. Where the fuck are we, where the fuck are we doing this, Joe? Where is this happening? Ford's building plants in Mexico again. The pandemic They're leaving. Disrupted our supply chains. And Putin's unfair and brutal war in Ukraine disrupted energy supplies as well as food supplies, blocking all that grain in Ukraine. But what well, better position than any country on Earth right food now? shortages and oil so We shortages. have more to do. But here at home, inflation is coming down. Here at home, gas prices are down $1.50 from their peak. Food inflation is coming down. Remember when Not gas prices were almost $1.50? falling every month <laughs> Alan? for yeah. the last six months. Oh, take-home pay has gone up. Additionally, over the last two years, a record 10 million Americans applied to start new businesses. 10 million. <laughs> and by the way, yeah, because you took your took all the fucking jobs. Time, just because they they applied to start a new business doesn't mean they actually accomplished it. Some small business is an act of hope. About the numbers, Vice President, I want to thank you for leading that effort to ensure the small businesses have access to capital and the historic laws we enacted that are going to just come into being. We Standing here last we year, did it, Joe. I shared with you a story of American genius and possibilities. Semiconductors, oh, yeah. small computer chips the size of a fingerprint that power everything, automobiles and so much more. These chips were invented in America. Let's get that straight. They're invented in America. But they're probably manufactured in we China. 40% of the world's chips. In the last several decades, we lost our edge. We're down to only producing 10%. Uh, we all saw what happened during the pandemic when chip factories shut down overseas. Today's automobiles need 3,000 chips, each of those automobiles. But American automobiles couldn't make enough cars. Need 3,000 chips per chips. car? Car prices went up. People got laid off. So did everything from refrigerators to cell phones. We can never let that happen again. That's why, that's why we came together to pass the Bipartisan Chips and Science Act. Oh, the Chips and Science Act. What is that? Where we ship more chips overseas and go Wasn't well, that hidden in a larger bill with all kinds of pork pending? I'm sure. Look at Chuck with his. I know. Oh, did you see Chuck with his open hand clap, like clapping with open hands? We're gonna make Who the sure fuck, the what psychopath does America that? Begins in America. The supply chain begins in America. The fuck it does. Well, I wish it did. 
This guy is just speaking at his ass. 800,000 new manufacturing jobs without this law, before the law get, kicks in. With this new law, we're going to create hundreds of thousands of new jobs across the country. And I mean all across the country, throughout not just the coast, but through the middle of the country as well. That's going to come from companies that have announced more than $300 billion in investment in American manufacturing over the next few years. Outside of Columbus, Ohio. Was that the money that we gave you, Ukraine? Semiconductor factories on a thousand acres, literally a field of dreams. It's going to create 10,000 jobs, that one investment, 7,000 construction jobs, 3,000 jobs in those factories once they're finished. Jobs, just say jobs. Keep saying jobs. In an average of jobs. Do not require a college degree. Just say jobs over. Stop giving billions of dollars to universities to teach. Together, these jobs, people don't have to leave home to search for opportunity. It's just getting started. Think about the new homes, the small businesses, the big, the medium-sized businesses. So much more that's going to be needed to support those 3,000 those 3, permanent jobs and the factories that are going to be built. How about the gas oven factories? And they'll tell you what this means for their communities. We're seeing these field of dreams transformed to the heartland. Field of but dreams. to maintain the strongest economy in the world, we need the best infrastructure in the world. And folks. Ours is fucking shit. As you all know. Fuck your life. Bing bong. We used to be number one There's in people, the world. People, people, butt plug. We've sunk to 13th in the world. The United States of America. 13th the United States. In the world. Start yelling again. Infrastructure. But now we're coming back because we came together and passed the bipartisan infrastructure law. The largest investment in infrastructure since President Eisenhower's interstate highway system. When's he going to whisper weirdly? Yeah, when's he going to start? Yeah. <laughs> Already we've funded over 20,000 projects, including major airports from Boston to Atlanta to Portland. Projects that are going to put thousands of people to work rebuilding our highways, He's our, just bridges, constantly squinting. our railroads, our tunnels, ports, airports, clean water, high-speed internet, all across America. Urban, oh, across America. tribal. And folks, we're just Urban and tribal. We're just getting started. Just getting started because we're going to run again. I mean it sincerely. <laughs> I want to thank my Republican she, friends. She looks like an Ewok. Hold on. Republican friends who voted against it as well. But I'm still, I, I still get asked to fund the projects in those districts as well. But don't worry. I promised I'd be a president for all Americans. We'll fund these projects. And I'll see you at the groundbreaking. I'll see you at the groundbreaking. Joe, you're not going to know groundbreaking. You're going to shit your pants. This law will further unite all of America. Projects like Brent Spent Bridge in Kentucky over the Ohio River, built 60 years ago, badly needed repairs, one of the nation's most congested freight routes, carrying $2 billion worth of freight every single day across the Ohio River. And folks, we've been talking about fixing it for decades, but we're really finally going to get it done. I went there last month with Democrats and Republicans and from both states.
to deliver a commitment of $1.6 billion for this project. 1.6? And while I was there, maybe you could spare a little a bit. Young from woman Ukraine. named Sarah, who's here tonight. I don't know where Sarah is. Is she up in the box? I don't know. Sarah, how are you? Well, Sarah, for 30 years, for 30 years, I learned, she told me she'd been a proud member of the Iron Workers Local 44, known as... She's a strong black woman. We're going to put her in there. As the cowboys in the sky. The folks who built... How do they have to be cowboys? Can't they be cow people? Sarah said she can't wait to cows they ten cows they the river building that new bridge. God bless her. She's he's assuming that's pride. And that's what we're also building. We're building back pride. Look, we're also replacing poisonous lead pipes that go into ten million homes in America. Four hundred thousand school and child care centers. So every child in America, every child in America can drink America. water instead of having permanent damage to their brain. Look. Oh, but Flint, Flint, Michigan can't get sure. clean water. <laughs> They're still waiting We're for it. We're making sure that every community, every community in America has access to affordable high-speed internet. No parent should have to drive by McDonald's parking lot to help them do their homework online with their kids, which many thousands are doing across the country. And when we do these projects, and again, I get criticized for this, but I make no excuses for it. We're going to buy American. We're going to buy no, American. No, you're not. Oh, you're criticizing you for China. American. Yeah. And it's totally, it's totally consistent with international it. trade rules. Buy American has been the law since 1933, but for too long, past administrations, Democrat and Republican, not anymore. Tonight, I'm announcing new standards require all construction materials used in federal infrastructure projects to be made in America. He literally made just looked America. like he went blank for a second. You see his face, he's like, oh, we did. Made it. Hyperbole. Lumber, glass, drywall, fiber optic cable. And on my watch, American roads, bridges, American highways are going to be made with American products as well. Folks, my economic plan is about investing in places and people that have been forgotten. So many of you listen to me tonight. I know you feel it. So many of you felt like you've just simply been forgotten. Made the economic upheaval of the past four decades. What? what? Make like a high, make a hiney ho? What was he saying? You treat it like they're invisible. <laughs> what? Maybe that's you watch them all. The economic upheaval is what he was trying to say. You remember them. The folks at home remember them. Good thing there's... This is why YouTube put the captions on automatically. Because they do. Get ahead without having to move away. Well, that's why... I get that. That's why we're building an economy where no one's left behind. Oh, yeah. Jobs are coming back. Pride is coming back. Because choices we made in the last several years. You know, this is my view a blue collar blueprint to rebuild America, make a real difference in your lives at home. For example, too many of you lay in bed at night like my dad did. My dad. Staring at the ceiling, wondering 
what in God's name happens if, it's, if your spouse gets cancer or your child gets... Oh, there he is, Lurch. What happens to you? Look at those ears. What are you going to have to get money He's to like, pay for the medical Are you going to have to sell the house or try to get a second mortgage on it? I get it. I get it. The Inflation Reduction Act that I signed into law, we're taking on powerful interest to bring health care costs down so you can sleep better at night with more security. You know, we pay more for prescription drugs than any nation in the world. Let me say it again. We pay more for prescription drugs than any major nation on Earth. For example, one in 10 Americans has diabetes. Many of you in this chamber do, and in the audience. But every day, millions need insulin to control their diabetes so they can literally stay alive. Insulin's been around for over 100 years. The guy who invented it didn't even patent it because he wanted it to be available for everyone. It cost the drug companies roughly $10 a vial to make that insulin. Packaging and all, you may get up to $13. But Big Pharma has been unfairly charging people hundreds of dollars, four to five hundred dollars. First a month commercial over under Pfizer. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Joe Diapers, sponsored by Pfizer. <laughs> Depends. I bet you Pfizer makes his incontinence medication. So, so I'm sure whatever they pumped him, that we pumped him with to keep him coherent for this long. Fruition. We said we were doing this, and we said we passed the law to do it, but people didn't know because the law didn't take effect until January 1 of this year. We capped the cost of insulin at $35 a month for seniors on Medicare. Remember, remember when Donald Trump did that? And then when you got in office, one of the first things you did was reverse it. And then you brought it back so that you could pat yourself on the back. Remember remember how that happened? Remember? remember I remember. Pepperidge Farm remembers too. 200,000 young people with type 1 diabetes need, these insulin, need this insulin to stay alive. And once again, let's finish the job this time. Let's cap the cost of insulin for everybody at $35. Yeah, that happened already. You Just like the gay marriage thing that you pat yourself on the back for, the, the, there's a guy who already did that, that you reversed that decision. Folks. Fucking idiot. And look at all the Biden bros. Look at me, well, $35. I promise you, they're going to do very well. This law, so, this law also caps and won't go into effect until 2025. Costs, out-of-pocket drug costs for seniors on Medicare at a maximum of $2,000 a year. You don't have to pay more than $2,000, no matter how much your drug costs are. Because you know why? You all know it. You many all know you, it. You, like many in my family, have cancer. You know the drugs can range from $10,000, $11,000, $15,000 dollars the cancer drugs. If drug prices rise faster than inflation, drug companies are going to have to pay Medicare back the difference. We're finally... How much, how much of this the power to negotiate do you think price. he's literally just saying, like he, did, like he did with the student loan debt? He's like, yeah, I'm going to get rid of student loan debt. It's happened. I already did it. And then it comes back that he couldn't do it. And it cuts the federal deficit. By there, billions of dollars. There, there's, there's this whisper. 
by hundreds of billions of dollars. Because these prescription drugs are drugs purchased by Medicare to make keep their commitment to the seniors. Well, guess what? Instead of paying four or five hundred bucks a month, you're paying fifteen. That's a lot of savings for the federal government. And by the way, why would we want that? Now, some members here. By the way, why would we want that? It's not an official party position, so I'm not going to exaggerate. But threatening to repeal the Inflation Reduction Act. As my coach, that's okay. That's fair. As my football coach used to say, lots of luck in your senior year. No mistake. Look at Kevin McCarthy smiling in the back. If you try anything to raise the cost of the judge, I will veto what, it. What was that? <laughs> Look. The Zodiac the Killer was working in the back. The more Americans help for the hell oh, Jerry Nadler. now than ever in history. A record 16 million people have been in the Affordable Care Act. And thanks, thanks to the law I signed last year, Saving millions are saving $800 a year on their premiums. And by the way, that law was written and the benefit expires in 2025. So my plea to some of you, at least in this audience, let's finish the job and make these savings permanent. Expand coverage on Medicaid. Old Mitt. Here's my guy, Mitt. What is that lady wearing, by the way? The Inflation Reduction Act is also the most significant investment ever in climate change. Ever. Man Bear Pig makes its appearance finally. Man Bear Pig. Finally, we get Man Bear Pig. American jobs. Leading the world to a clean energy future. I visited the devastating aftermath of record floods, droughts, storms, and wildfires from Arizona to Mexico to all the way up to the Canadian border. More timber has been burned, as I've observed from helicopters, than the entire state of Missouri. Missouri? And we have global warming? Not a problem. In addition to emergency recovery, global warming. It's not global warming. To Florida, to Idaho, we're rebuilding for the long term. New electric grids that are able to weather major storms and not prevent those fire, forest fires. Roads and water systems will stand the next big flood. Clean energy to cut pollution and create jobs in communities often left behind. We're going to build 500,000 electric vehicle charging stations installed across the country by tens of thousands of IBW workers. The electric cars will cost you 70 grand, which you won't be able to afford. Don't worry. And then you have to sit there for 45 minutes while your car charges on your right. Brilliant. Efficient appliances. Energy inflation back to 1.4% because it's 7% right now, Joe. Responsible. Stewards of our land. Let's face reality. I wonder if he's going to give up his beachfront property that had all the classified documents. In a red or blue state. We're sitting here listening to a millionaire who became a millionaire. Ourselves and our children and grandchildren to confront it. I'm proud of how how America at last is stepping up to the challenge. We're still going to need one of But guess what? No, we do. But there's so much more to do. Kevin's so reluctant to clap. He's like, oh, fuck, my party's clapping. We pay for these investments for our future by finally making the wealthiest and biggest corporations begin to pay their fair share. Just begin. Hamilton, there she is, the brother fucker. 
the incest queen. Look, I'm a capitalist. I'm a capitalist, but pay your fair share. I think a lot of you at home, a lot of you at home agree with me and many people that you know, the tax system is not fair. The it tax is not system fair. is not fair. Look, the idea that in 2020, 55 of the largest corporations in America, the Fortune 500, made $40 billion in profits and paid zero in federal taxes? Zero? Folks, it's simply not fair. But now it's legal. Billion legal. Pay a minimum of 15%. God love them. 15%. So we can send it all to Ukraine. So we can send it all to Ukraine, ladies and gentlemen. Let me be crystal clear. I said at the very beginning, under my plans, as long as I'm president, nobody earning less than $400,000 will pay an additional penny in taxes. Well, that's already been false. That's already been false. Good job. There's more to do. Bye. Coming after them. $600. If you send your friends $600, minimum tax. You know, there's a thousand billionaires in America. It's up from about 600 in the beginning of the term. But no billionaire should be paying a lower tax rate than a school teacher or firefighter. I mean it. Think about it. I mean, look. I know you aren't enthusiastic about that, but think about it. Think about it. Let's start checking all the taxes of everybody in that room. How about that? How many times is he going to say, think about it, and folks? Last year, they made $200 billion in the midst of a global energy crisis. (laughs) I think it's outrageous. Look at old Mitch, cocaine Mitch. They invested too little of that profit to increase domestic production. He's just deadpans there. And when I talk to a couple of them, they say, we're afraid you're going to shut down all the oil wells and all the uh, oil refineries anyway, so why should we invest in them? I said, we're going to need oil for at least another decade. And that's going to exceed. <laughs> and beyond we're, we need a decade. For at least another decade. An asshole. If they had, in fact, invested in the production to keep the gas prices down, instead, they used the record profits to buy back their own stock. Rewarding the CEOs and shareholders. Well, we send our corporations oil reserves over to China. That's why I propose we quadruple the tax on corporate stock buybacks and encourage long, long-term investments. They'll still make considerable profit. Oh, they'll still make profit. Don't worry. We'll, we'll take most of it. We'll allow very wealthy to avoid paying their taxes. Instead of cutting the number of audits for wealthy taxpayers, I just signed a law to reduce the deficit Let's by just get the government billion dollars by cracking down on wealthy tax cheats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In the last two years, my administration has cut the deficit by more than $1.7 trillion. The <laughs> he was like, trillion. He just nodding his head like, you know. <laughs> The American deficit went up four years in a row. Because those record deficits, no president added more to the national debt. 
in any four years than my predecessor. Orange Nearly man, bad time, ladies and gentlemen. 25% of the entire national debt that took over 200 years to accumulate was added by just one administration alone, the last one. They're the facts. Check it out. They're the facts, Jack. Bullshit. That's not even true. Under that debt. They did the right thing. They lifted the debt ceiling three times without preconditions or crisis. They paid American bills. Oh, not true. An economic disaster in the country. So tonight I'm asking the Congress to follow suit. Let's commit here tonight to the full faith and credit of the United States of America will never, ever be questioned. So my many of some of my Republican friends want to take the economy hostage. I get it. Unless I agree to their economic plans. All of you at home should know what those plans are. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. No, that's not at all what they want. Let me give you, anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give Here you a telegram. Why? That means Congress doesn't vote. You're a liar. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. Conversion? You enjoy conversion? You mean conversation? Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are. They go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by somebody. And he's getting heckled. Look. He's getting heckled. This is amazing. This yeah. is unbelievable. That this we're not is... going to be, we're, we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond, folks. What are you talking about? Oh, this is Kamala, she's just like mean mugging everybody, resting bitch face, hard body, no cackling smile. She's not, well, folks. As we all apparently agree. Social Security and Medicare is off the, off the books now, right? They're not to be fun. All right. We got unanimity. Unanimity? Nobody so said it was, Joe. Americans have to pay into them from the very first paycheck they start. So tonight, let's all agree, and we apparently are, let's stand up for seniors. Stand up and show them. We'll not cut Social Security. We will not cut Medicare. Those benefits belong to the American people that earned it. And if anyone tries to cut Social Security, which apparently no one's going to do, and if anyone tries to cut Medicare, I'll stop them. I'll veto it. And look, I'm not going to allow them to take away, be taken away. Not today, not tomorrow, not ever. But apparently it's not going to be a problem. Next month, when I offer my fiscal plan, I ask my Republican friends to lay down their plan as well. I really mean it. Let's sit down together and discuss our mutual plans together. That's what they wanted to do, and you said you wouldn't negotiate with Republicans. Yep. I can tell you, the plan I'm going to show is going to cut the deficit by another $2 trillion. 
Sure. We won't cut a single bit of Medicare or Social Security. In fact, we're going to extend the Medicare Trust Fund at least two decades, because that's going to be the next argument. How do we make keep it solvent, right? Well, we'll not raise tax on anyone making under 400 grand, but we'll pay for it the way we talked about tonight, by making sure that the wealthy and big corporations pay their fair share. Look, look, look. Or maybe not sending our money to foreign nations like Ukraine. They aren't just taking advantage of the tax code. They're taking advantage of you, the American consumer. Here's my message to all of you out there. I have your back. We're already preventing Americans from receiving surprise medical bills, stopping $1 billion surprise bills per month so far. One billion surprise bills. So what's a surprise bill? Like, you go to the hospital and you get there and all of a sudden you just get surprised with a bill? Endanger yeah. and safety prescribed. How does a surprise medical needed. bill happen? Millions of Americans can now save thousands of dollars because they can finally get a hearing aid over the counter without a prescription. Look, capitalism without competition is not capitalism. It's extortion. It's exploitation. Last year, I cracked down with the help of many of you on foreign shipping companies that were making you pay higher prices for every good coming into the country. I signed a bipartisan bill that cut shipping costs by 90%, helping American farmers, businessmen, and consumers. Let's finish the job. Pass the bipartisan legislation to strengthen, to strengthen antitrust enforcement <laughs> and prevent big strengthen online what? platforms giving their own antitrust enforcement advantage. I'm so glad. I'm so thankful for the captions. Just watch the subtitles. Yeah. Thank God. Like, what is this fucking geriatric fuck trying to say? On junk fees. Those hidden surcharges too many companies use to make you pay more. For example, we're making airlines show you the full ticket price up front. Refund your money if your flight is canceled or delayed. We reduce exorbitant bank overdrafts by saving consumers more than $1 billion a year. We're cutting credit card late fees by 75% from $30 to $8. Look, junk fees may not matter to very wealthy, but they matter to most other folks in homes like the one I grew up in, like many of you did. Uh, like my they dad. add up to hundreds of dollars a month. They make it harder for you to pay your bills or afford that family trip. I know how unfair it feels when a company overcharges you and gets away with it. Not anymore. We've written a bill to stop it all. It's called the Junk Fee Prevention Act. We're going to ban surprise resort fees that hotels charge on your bill. Those fees can cost you up to $90 a night at hotels that aren't even resorts. <laughs> We, the idea that cable, internet, and cell phone companies can charge you 200 or more if you decide to switch to another provider. Give me a break. We can stop on, on tickets to concerts and sporting events and make companies disclose all the fees up front. And we'll prohibit airlines from charging $50 round trip for family just to be able to sit together. Baggage fees are bad enough. Airlines can't treat your she child like, like a piece of baggage. Americans are tired of being. We're tired of being played for suckers. So pass. Pass the Junk Free Prevention Act so companies stop ripping us off. Yep. For too long, workers have been getting stiffed. 
but not anymore. We're, getting, we're beginning to restore the dignity of work. For example, I, I, I should have known this, but I didn't until two years ago. 30 million workers have to sign non-compete agreements with the jobs they take, 30 million. So a cashier at a burger place can't walk across town and take the same job at another burger place and make a few bucks more. That's bullshit. That's they, bullshit. We exposed Burger it. places are making you sign non-competes. But no shit. No way. For another lie. You have to compete for workers and pay them what they're worth. At a burger place. Well, if you work at McDonald's, you have to find this. You can't go work at Burger King. It's a lie. This is bound to get a response from my friends on my left with the right. I'm so sick and tired of companies breaking the law by preventing workers from organizing. Pass the PRO Act. Oh, yeah. Because business have a right. Workers have a right to form a union. And let's guarantee all workers have a living wage. Let's make sure working parents can afford to raise a family with sick days, paid family medical leave, affordable child care. That's going to enable millions of more people to go and stay at work. And let's restore the full child tax credit, which gave tens of millions of parents some breathing room. I got to say, Johnny's pretty entertaining on truth right industry. now. By the way, when we do all these things, we increase productivity. We increase economic growth. So let's finish the job and get more families access to food. finishing that job. Let's get seniors. How many jobs do we have to finish? Homes, the care they need to do Folks. so. Let's give more breathing room to millions of family caregivers looking after their loved ones. Pass my plan so we get seniors and people with disabilities the home care and services they need. And support the workers who are doing God's work. These plans are fully paid for, and we can afford to do them. Restoring the dignity of work means making education an affordable ticket to the middle class. You know, when we made public education, 12 years of it universal in the last century, we made the best educated, best paid, we became the best educated, best paid nation in the world. But the rest of the world's caught up. It's caught up. Jill, my wife, who teaches full time, has an expression. I hope I get it right, kid. Dr. Jill. Any nation that out-educates us is going to out-compete us. Any nation that out-educates is going to out-compete us. Folks, we all know 12 years of education is not enough to win the economic competition of 21st century. <laughs> we want to have the best educated workforce. Let's finish the job. Let's finish the job, Alan. we got to finish the job. For three and four years old. So the children who go to preschool are nearly 50% more likely to finish high school and go on to earn a two or four year degree. I don't need my kid having more government school that comes with government messaging. With the more critical race theory and transgenderism. Cheers and applause. You gotta finish the job, guys. Student debt, increasing Pell Grants for working in middle class families. Let's finish the job. <laughs> connect students to career opportunities starting in high school. Provide access to two years of community college 
the best career training in America, in addition to being a pathway to a four-year degree. They can pay for it if they want to go. They're going to pack to a good career, whether they go to college or not. We need more plumbers, welders, and electricians. Folks, in the midst of the COVID crisis, when schools were closed, and we were shutting down everything. Let's recognize how far we came in the fight against the pandemic itself. We came really far, Al. Well, the virus is not gone. So Thank far. Thanks to the American people and the ingenuity of medicine. We <laughs> broke the COVID grip on us. The COVID. Yes, we're down by 90%. We've saved millions of lives and opened up our country. We opened our country back up. And soon we'll end the public health emergency. Soon. But... Well, Bernie's out there wearing That's his mask. Yeah. But we'll remember the toll and pain that's never going to go away. More than a million Americans lost their lives to COVID. A million. Families grieving. <clears throat> orphaned. What about the people dying from the... The dining room table constantly reminding you that she used to... Died suddenly. We remain vigilant. We still need to monitor dozens of variants and support new vaccines and treatments. So Congress needs to fund these efforts and keep America safe. And as we emerge from this crisis stronger, we're also got to double down on prosecuting criminals who stole relief money meant to keep workers and small businesses afloat. Stole relief money. There was a lot of that. But the government made it easy to do that. Yep. Before I came to office, you remember, during that campaign, the big issue was about inspector generals who would protect taxpayers' dollars who were sidelined. They were fired. Many people said, we don't need them. And fraud became rampant. Last year, I told you the watchdogs are back. Since then, since then, we recovered billions of taxpayers' dollars. Now let's triple the so we can send it to Ukraine. force going after these criminals, double the statute of limitations on these crimes, and crack down on identity fraud by criminal syndicates stealing billions of dollars, billions of dollars from the American people. And the data shows that for every dollar we put in the fighting open hand clap, get back every he claps like this, like a fucking psychopath. It matters. Look, COVID left its scars like the spike in violent crime in 2020. First oh, year. Violent crime in 2020? To make sure all or was it the safe. summer of love? Public safety depends on public trust, as all of us know. What the but too often that trust is violated. Join us tonight are the parents of Tyree Nichols. Oh, my goodness. Welcome. White supremacy, ladies and gentlemen, enter the chat. Yeah. The five, the five white supremacists that killed Tyree Nichols. Five black faces of white supremacy that killed their, their son. Very Tyree last week. As many of you personally know, there's no words to describe the heartache or grief of losing a child. No but words. imagine, imagine if you lost that child at the hands of the law. Imagine having to worry whether your son or daughter came home from walking down the street, playing in the park, or just driving a car. Most of us in here 
I've never had to have the talk, the talk well, what's that the brown talk, and Jeff? black parents have had to have with their children. Bo, Hunter, uh, I'm the race. Yep. I never had to have the talk with them. No, because you were a racist. I never had to tell them if a police officer pulls you over, turn your interior lights on right away. Don't reach for your license. Keep your hands on the steering wheel. And then hurry home for your shower, Ashley. Don't worry like that every single time your kid got in the car. Here's what Tyree's mother shared with me when I spoke to her. When I asked her how she finds the courage to carry on and speak out. The faith of God, she said her son was, quote, a beautiful soul and something good will come of this. (laughs) So much racism is going on. Courage and carry that takes. It's up to us. The racism. All of us. We all want the same thing. Neighborhoods free of violence. Law enforcement of enforcement who earns the community's trust. Just as every cop when they pin on that badge in the morning has a right to be able to go home at night, so does everybody else out there. Our children have a right to come home safely. Equal protection under the law is a covenant we have with each other in America. Is it? We know your your son gets doesn't get equal protection in the line every single night and day. And we know we ask how many laws is your son to do too much to be counselors, social workers, psychologists, responding to drug overdoses, mental health crises, and so much more. In one sense, we ask much too much of them. I know most cops and their families are good, decent, honorable. It really people. brings up calling for a permanent nationwide assault weapons ban. I think that's the next. We're going to call for nationwide assault. What's an assault weapon? We, I was just going to say, can we get a definition, please? A definition? It's coming next, I think. Field on. But what I happens wish I could to Tyree and Memphis happens too often. We have to do better. Give law enforcement the real training they need. Go to the chat right after this, right after they're done. Help them succeed in keeping it safe. Right to shut it all down. We also need more first to address the growing mental health substance abuse challenges. More resources to reduce violent crime and gun crime. More community intervention programs. Community intervention. More investment in housing, education, and job training. All this can help prevent violence in the first place. When police officers or police departments violate the public trust, they must be held accountable. With the support, with the support of the families of victims, civil rights groups, and law enforcement, I signed an executive order for all federal officers banning chokeholds, restricting no-knock warrants, and other key elements of the George Floyd Act. And red flag laws. Make the words of Tyler's that, that old Dan Crenshaw's a fan of. From this. Yeah. Something good. <laughs> and all of us. Oh, all now we're supposed to stand up. Thank you. Thank you. 
Did they put the kid Tyree in a chokehold, or did they just beat him to death? Because it looked like they just beat him. They like they beat him to death. Yeah, like that's, that's difficult. This, for these laws system. aren't going to stop that from happening in this chamber. We need to rise to this moment. We can't turn away. Let's do what we know in our hearts. We need to do. What's that, Joe? Let's come together to finish the job. I was just going to say, finish the finish job. The job. <laughs> just say the do job. Was it? That was the plea of parents who lost their children in Uvalde. I met with every one of them. Oh, here, here it comes. comes. I called it violence. The new the call for nationwide ban on assault rifles. They want your AR-15. Here it comes. The most sweeping gun safety law in three decades. Thank you. That includes things like that the majority of responsible gun owners already support enhanced background checks for 18 to 21 years old, red flag laws keeping guns out of the hands of people who are a danger to themselves and others. Prove time and time not to work in all these shootings. All these states had red flag laws. As Brandon say, a 26-year-old hero, Brandon put his college dreams on hold to be at his mom's side. His mom's side when she was dying from cancer. And Brandon... Brandon, that's my name. Let's go. Brandon now works at the dance studio started by his grandparents. And two weeks ago, during the Lunar New Year celebrations, he heard the studio door close. He saw a man standing there pointing semi-automatic pistol at him. He thought he was going to die, but he thought about the people inside. And in that instant, he found the courage to act and wrestle the semi-automatic pistol away from the gunman who had already killed 11 people in another dance studio. 11. He saved lives. It's time we do the same. Banned assault weapons now. <laughs> I knew it. Let's go, Brandon. We knew it. Let's go, Brandon. Bro, get on. What's an assault weapon? In 10 years, that ban was law. Mass shootings went down. After we let it expire in the Republican administration, mass shootings tripled. Let's finish the job. Finish the job, man. And let's also come together on immigration. Make it a bipartisan issue once again. We know we now have a record number of personnel working to secure the border, arresting 8,000 human smugglers, seizing over 23,000 pounds of fentanyl in just the last several months. We've launched a new border plan last month. Unlawful migration from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Venezuela has come down 97% as a consequence of that. But American border problems won't be fixed until Congress acts. If we don't pass my comprehensive immigration reform, they at least pass my plan to provide the equipment and officers to secure the border. You kidding me? You had that. For dreamers, those on temporary status. Oh, dreamers! Remember Donald Trump offered that for funding him for the wall. We're in the people's house. It's our duty to protect all the people's rights and freedoms. Congress must restore the right and the... Congress must restore the right that was taken away 
Kevin McCarthy Roe was quick Wade. to shoot. Oh, I wonder who was he, what they were yelling. They were saying something with the border. I the border, border, border also. The border is an the absolute shit show. are doing everything to protect access to reproductive health care. Abortions aren't reproductive health care. It's murder. States are enforcing extreme abortion bans. Make no mistake about it. If Congress passes a national ban, I will veto it. But let's also pass. Let's also pass the Bipartisan Equality Act to ensure LGBTQ Americans, especially transgender young people, can live with safety and dignity. Still Showing they up can. surgery. They can. Our strength is not just the example of our power, she looks but the like, power the of she our example. Like Let's remember the world's watching. And laughing. I spoke from this channel days off. after Vladimir Putin unleashed his brutal attack against Ukraine. Brutal fury. Assault. Bulking images of death and destruction Europe suffered in World War II. Putin's invasion has been a test for the ages, test for America, test for the world. Would we stand for the most basic of principles? Would we stand for sovereignty? Would we stand for the right of people to live free of tyranny? Would we stand for the defense of democracy? For such defense matters to us because it keeps peace and prevents open season on would-be aggressors and threatens our prosperity. All these wars that you guys manufacture? We know the answer. Yes, we would, and we did. The wars that we weren't did. happening when Donnie was in office? The peace deals that were being made then? Remember those? We did what America always does at our oh. best. We led. We united NATO. We built a global coalition. We stood against Putin's aggression. We stood with the Ukrainian people to the night. We're once again joined by Ukrainians ambassador to the United States. She represents not her, just her nation, but the courage of her people. Ambassador, is, our ambassador is here, united in our country. Will you stand so we can all take a look at you? He forgot to look at you. Thank you. Take a look at you. Before you leave, we'll write you another check. Don't worry. He doesn't even remember that fat fuck's name. stand with you. As long as it takes. You want to talk about the balloon? <laughs> yeah. Our nation is working for more freedom, more dignity, more, more peace, not just in Europe, but everywhere. Before I came to office, the story was about how the People's Republic of China was increasing its power and America was failing in the world. Still not is. What? We clear, and I may give my personal conversations, which have been many, with President Xi, that we seek competition, not conflict. But I will make no apologies that we're investing in, to make America stronger. Investing in American innovation. Imagine you to make America great again. <laughs> be dominating. Investing oh, in our and working with our allies to protect advanced technologies so they will not be used against us. <laughs> Modernizing our military to safeguard stability and determine, to, to deter aggression. Today, we're in the strongest position in decades to compete with China or anyone else in the world. Anyone else want to fly a balloon across country. I'm committed. General Milley. 
What a sad sack of fucking military leaders. And he's replacing him, I believe. He's done. Just to benefit the world, but make no mistake about it. As we made clear last week, if China threatens our sovereignty, we will act to protect our country, and we Oh, did. after a week. Let a whole week go by. A week. Be clear. Winning the competition should unite all of us. We face serious challenges across the world. And we're going to have hot air balloon races for China. Stronger, not weaker. Autocracy <laughs> grow weaker, not stronger. Name me a world leader. Here we go. Change places with Xi Jinping. Name me one. Name me one. He's awfully America's mad. rallying the world to meet those down, Joe. from climate to global down, health man. to food insecurity to terrorism Donald to territorial goes, aggression. Someone should walk up to the dais and tell Joe to be cool. Look, be cool. The bridges we're forming between partners in the Pacific and those in the Atlantic and those who bet against America are learning how wrong they are. It's never, ever been a good bet to bet against America. Never. Look at her fucking smug face. I can't stand her. Like, I, Kamala Harris, is, I might hate her more than I hate Nancy Pelosi. I just want to date her. I'd rather see her titties than Nancy Pelosi's. I'll be fair with that. Bipartisanship assumed was impossible. I never believed it. With still not That's looking why forward a year to that. ago, I offered a unity agenda to the nation as I stood here. We made real progress together. We passed a law making it easy for doctors to prescribe effective treatments for opioid addiction. We passed. You want to stop fentanyl? Health. Put back Trump's quarter uh, policies for breakthrough in the fights against cancer, diabetes, and so much more. We passed the Heath Robinson Pact Act, named after the late Iraq War veteran whose story about exposure to toxic burn kits I shared here last year. I understand something about those burn pits, but there's so much more to do. Yeah, you bet, I bet you, you we do. We can do it together. Joining us tonight is a father named Doug from Newton, New Hampshire. He wrote Jill, my wife, a letter, and me as well, about his courageous daughter, Courtney. Contagious laugh, his sister's best friend, her sister's best friend. He shared a story all too familiar to millions of Americans and many of you in the audience. Courtney discovered pills in high school. It spiraled into addiction and eventually death from a fentanyl overdose. She was just 20 years old. Describing the last eight years without her, Doug said, there's no worse pain. If their family has turned pain to purpose, working to end the stigma and change laws, that, that he Joe told created. us he wants to start a journey toward American recovery. Doug, we're with you. One crack rock. Fentanyl is killing more than 70,000 Americans a year. <laughs> you got it. It's your fault. Wow. Yeah. It's your fault. So yeah. let's launch a major surge to stop fentanyl production. In the sale, close the border. Close the border. Inspection cargo, stop pills and powder. 
at the border. Oh, yeah, let's stop it, Joe. Let's encourage like FedEx to expect more packages for drugs. Strong penalties to crack down on fentanyl trafficking. Second, let's do more mental health, especially for our children. When millions of young people are struggling with bullying, violence, trauma, we owe them greater access to mental health care at their schools. We must finally hold social media companies accountable for experimenting they're doing running children for profit. It's time to pass bipartisan legislation. Legislation. Bipartisan legislation. Personal data on our kids and teenagers online. Ban targeted advertising to children and impose stricter limits on the personal data that companies collect on all of us. Third, let's do more to keep this nation's one truly sacred obligation. What? To equip those we send into harm's way and care for them and their families when they come home. Job training, job placement for veterans and their spouses as they come to return to civilian life. Helping veterans afford the rent because no one should be homeless in America, especially someone who served the country. It's like he's, it's like he's short circuits. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The veterans are homeless and you want to send our money other places and use it for bullshit. Dennis McDuncan, Dennis McDonough's here at the VA. Mr. McDuncan. <laughs> we had our first real discussion when I asked him to take the job. I'm glad he did. We were losing up to 25 veterans a day on suicide. Still are. We're losing 17 a day to the silent scourge of suicide. 17 veterans a day. I think more than that, buddy. Yep, more. More than all the people being killed in the wars. Folks, VA is doing everything it can. No, it's not. Including expanding mental health screening, proven programs that recruits veterans to help other veterans understand what they're going to do. Half the money he gave to Ukraine, to veteran services. Imagine that. Imagine. Just imagine. Last year, Jill and I reignited the cancer moonshot that I was able to start with President Obama asked me to lead our administration on this issue. Our goal is to cut the cancer death rates at least by 50% in the next 25 years. Turn by giving them more vaccinations. To treatable diseases. Provide more support for patients and their families. It's personal to so many of us, so many of us in this audience. Joining us are Morris and Candice, an Irishman and the daughter of immigrants from Panama. They met and fell in love in New York City and got married in the same chapel as Jill and I got married in New York City. Kindred spirits. He wrote us a letter. I wonder if little her and Ava, Jill really got married in New York City. And I saw her just before I came over. She was just a year old when she was diagnosed with rare kidney disease, cancer. After 26 blood transfusions, 11 rounds of radiation, eight rounds of chemo, one kidney removed, given a 5% survival rate. He wrote how in the darkest moments he thought, if she goes, I can't stay. Many of you have been through that as well. Julian, I understand that like so many of you. He read Jill's book describing our family's cancer journey and how we tried to steal moments of joy where we could with Bo. For them, that glimmer of joy was the half smile of their baby girl. It meant everything to them. That, that they never gave up taking hope. photos with Hunter Biden. Well, Ava never gave up hope. Very weird. She turns four next month. 
They just found out Ava's beating the odds is on her way to being cured of cancer. And she's watching from the White House tonight and she's not asleep already. Who the fuck is watching the her? lives we can save. <laughs> like her parents are there. Who the fuck? Who hired the babysitter? Let's just be a truly American woman. Who the fuck? The rallies the country and the world together <laughs> prove that we can still do big things. These people are sick fucks. That's why I bring ago, it up. a relative with them. And countless advocates and champions. He undertook a bipartisan effort through PEPFAR to transform the global fight against HIV AIDS. It's been a huge success. He thought big. He thought large. He moved. I believe we can do the same thing with cancer. So I think we might actually beat Bill Clinton's record. Is that Once and for all. Is Bono? Folks. Is one reason why we've been able to do all of these things. I think that's Bono. Our democracy itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he went ball. to Ukraine and did this uh, private concert for everybody. Sean Penn's not there trying to arrest everybody who's not vaccinated. The last few years, our <laughs> democracy has been threatened and attacked, put at risk, put to the test in this very room on January the 6th. And oh, here we go. <laughs> an unhinged big lie assail and unleash the political violence at home of the then Speaker of the House of Representatives. Using the very same language the insurrectionists used as they spoke about Paul Pelosi on January 6th. Here tonight in this chamber is a man who bears the scars of that brutal attack. No, he's up there. Tough and as strong as I thought that was Paul, yeah. My friend Paul Pelosi, Paul Stanley. Next to the Ukrainian ambassador. (laughs) He's got a black eye now. Interesting. What a great asshole, I bet. He's sitting next to Bono. Such a heinous act should have never happened. We must all speak out. There's no place for political violence in America. We have to protect political violence. That fundamental right. Honor the results of our elections, not subvert the will of people. Oh, honor. To uphold the rule of law and restore trust in our institutions of democracy. We must give hate and extremism. In any form, no safe harbor. No safe harbor. Okay. Hate extremism. Democracy. With its BLM and gay flags. It's not be a partisan issue. It's an American issue. What is this guy holding up? His cane? Every generation of Americans has faced a moment where they haven't been called to protect our democracy, defend it, stand up for it. And this is our moment. It's our moment. My fellow Americans. Good job, Alan. We meet tonight at an inflection point, one of those moments that only a few generations ever face. But the direction we now take is going to decide the course of this nation for decades to come. We're not bystanders of history. We're not powerless before the forces that confront us. It's within our power of we the people. We're facing the test of our time. We have to be the nation we've always been at our best, optimistic, hopeful, forward-looking, a nation that embraces light over dark, hope over fear, unity over danger, stability over chaos. What was the last? Unity and what? We see each other not as enemies. Bullshit. Americans. We're good people. 
The only nation in the world built on an idea. The only one. Other nations. This guy's got a Crayola crayon He likes to call it. We're the only nation based on an idea that all of us, every one of us is created equal in the image of God. A nation that stands as a beacon of the world. That was Bono, by the way. It was. In a new yeah. age of possibilities. The fuck is Bono doing in the State of the Union? To fulfill my constitutional obligation. He's Bono. He's American. And here's where I'm going. He's more than American. Yeah, he's 80 Keurigs, the world's biggest shit. Because the people of this nation are strong. The State of the Union is strong. Really? Really? <laughs> the biggest lie of the night. The State of the Union is strong. <laughs> this is a total shit show. What is that guy holding up? Is oh, that's what his name is, Kane. I forget his name. I stand here tonight, having served as long as about any one of you have ever served here. But I've never been more optimistic about our future, about the future of America. You just to remember who we are. We're the United States of America, and there's nothing, nothing beyond our capacity if we do it together. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you. He was getting a little angry. A little, right, get rid of this guy. Get rid of this guy. Get rid of him. Fucking! Yeah, I want to see if Kevin McCarthy does a little. He's not going to rip his speech up. He already said he's being. I know. Busting balls. I know. Busting balls. <laughs> oh my goodness! So he waited. He waited till the end to tell the biggest lie of the night. Is that the state, state of the union is strong? The biggest lie of the night, and oh, oh my god, it was funny. Fast food jobs. He literally sat there and told the American people and, and then said to go look it up that fast food places, burger joints, if you if you leave one to go to another, they, they make you sign a non-compete agreement so you can't do that. This is the stupidity. For a, for a minimum wage burger flipping job. Right. So if I own if I own a burger joint. And I hire somebody, I'm going to make them sign a non-compete so they can't go to the burger joint across the street and work for them when they leave me because we have a It is, it is beyond I fired them because it's usually high school kids and teenagers that are working these jobs and they go and work at the next burger joint because that's what they know how to do. Like, really think about it. Like, those are minimum wage jobs for a reason. They're introduction to job work. Like, it's it's not uh, supposed to be a career. Some people work want to work their way up into management and things like that. Oh, sure. Go for it. Maybe but, eventually own their own franchise yeah, yeah. or burger place, whatever it is. But, but I had a buddy do that. I had a buddy. I had a buddy work at McDonald's when he was like, like started like fourteen years old. Worked his way up. Worked his way up. Became assistant manager. Manager. Now he owns two restaurants. Now he owns two McDonald's restaurants. I mean, you know, are, people want to do that. Those are almost guaranteed profit. You know, it's 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 wild. Any any anything good in any of the chats you got? I have to load them all back up because I have to shut them down. That's what I'm doing right now. Literally, imagine taking half of just half 
of the money that we have sent to Ukraine and putting that in just veteran services, veteran homeless services, veteran health care, veteran mental health. Just imagine the uh, the dent that could probably make half of the money, $50 billion into veteran health. You should know by now we have to finish the job. Finish the job. And then, of course, the first lie was that he created 12 million jobs, more jobs than any president in 40 years, which is, is something like that, which is completely ridiculous. We know he did not create jobs. He did not create, take all of the jobs that people were forced to leave and then went back to those are not new jobs. No. Red flag was they don't work. How many of these mass shootings have those shooters had previous contact with law enforcement or were there were reports made about them to law enforcement in states that had red flag laws and nothing was done? The Buffalo shooting, okay? They have red flag laws and the guy was involved with law enforcement at least I think one time. And the red flag laws were not used. I, I, no, none, of them, none, none of them ever worked. And it's it's funny when you see guys like Dan Crenshaw back these red flag laws. They can't even define what an assault weapon is. It's so hilarious. You go to somebody and you can show them two weapons that fire the same semi-automatic white rifles that right. fire the same caliber uh, of ammunition. And I listen, I am by far, I am no no gun expert. But I'm not a retard uh, when it comes to this stuff. And you could put them together. One's one's black and looks brand new, and one looks like a, a wooden hunting rifle. So, and, and people people are all scared of it because right. it's black and scary. But it's the same fucking gun. This is a semi-automatic rifle, right in my hand. Okay, it's a Ruger, calibered in nine millimeter. Takes nine millimeter magazines. That's a nine mil. Yep, takes nine millimeter magazines, the same magazine that fits in a Glock semi-automatic pistol. Yep. One trigger pull, <laughs> one round comes out of the gun. There is no, and, and my AR-15s operate the same way. There's no difference in operation of the firearm None. from a semi-automatic handgun to a semi-automatic rifle. Nope. But they want to they want to ban these because they're scary. It's hysterical, but I I got a message today from somebody who is like, uh, you know, I, I left the socialist nation. I, ex- I escaped socialism to come here, and he's like, uh, I'll tell you right now, this, this is almost getting even more far left than the places that I had left. And, oh, I mean, that, that's what they want. They want us all... Literally, they so like just something small, like you made the comment about people having to go to McDonald's parking lots to use Wi Fi to do their kids' homework. So, granted, I think it's horrible what these utility companies and these, these wireless companies do, they charge too much. I get it, but they want okay, what government subsidizing government access Wi Fi, something small, it's not a big deal, but the point is. They want people on their networks that, well, th- that or they want and they, they want people 
to rely on the government. Yes. That's what they want. Rely on us. We are here to help. We are the government and we are here to help. Uh, Ronald Reagan said it himself, the most horrific nine words you could possibly hear. And guess what? Joe Biden and Kamala Harris both said it in this administration. We're the government. We're here to help. We're going to help you. Joe, Joe Biden literally said at the end of his speech, he's like, uh, I may have served in the government longer than any of you here. Like, <laughs> they, they've been doing this for such a long time and been involved in this corruption. Like, a lot of the things that he's he talked about are directly his fault. He got he got heckled uh, about the fentanyl, which I'm glad. The border. It's all coming from the border. There's the there's precursors coming from China, going to Mexico, and they're in, in Latin America where they're manufacturing it, and then they're bringing it over the border. Yep, that's yep. what's happening. hundred percent. It's it's the cartels working with American citizens, operating right within our borders, working with American gangs big time. But their gangs are all MS thirteen has a has a network throughout our country in every major every major city. And, and and along with every Mexican cartel out there that's operating and using them and using everyone else, all of the cartels, I mean, are literally buying property in the United States, literally buying homes. Well, we've already, we've already uncovered some of their tunnel systems that they built, let alone let alone the the tricks. Like when I talked to Jason Jones from Newsmax, um. He was like, he like, he's like, James, they have helicopters and spotters and everything so sophisticated and so detail oriented. They know exactly what they're doing because all of the money that they're making is, is profit. Like there's no, the only overhead they have is to make sure that these people get to where they get across the border. That's the only overhead that they really have. So they spend it on spotters and and they're paying them so well. I mean, they have kids as spotters. They have so many, you know, a little old lady working the veggie stands. She's a spotter. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, because they're subsidizing their income. Like, most of these people don't have anything. And they're like, yeah, okay, I'll take an extra thousand bucks for sure. Absolutely. Because a thousand bucks to them is nothing. It's absolutely nothing because they're getting paid from every person that they're bringing on debt slavery. Or labor, like there's so many things that they're making money on, but all the fentanyl is coming <clears throat> from over there. But it's it's hysterical, Alan. I Joe Biden went up there, and for the first time in a long time, he was fairly coherent. Um, he had a, he had a few blunders. Didn't remember the lady's name. We still don't know her name. The fat lady from Ukraine, the ambassador, and, and a few and a few words that just. If we didn't have the captions, we'd have no clue what he was trying to say. But other than that, he sounded fairly coherent. And the things that he was saying made it sound like he's actually accomplishing things. And the way he ended it with the State of the Union is strong. How many Americans watching would you think hearing that the way he spoke about our country and how we're heading in the right direction and we're doing good things and gas prices are low, inflation is down, blah, 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 all the things that he was saying. How many Americans do you think watching that, if they did watch it at all, felt that way 
and felt that our country's heading in the right direction, like we're doing things in the right direction. Do you think there was a large percentage? Well, I think a large percentage of the sick, brainwashed, progressive base. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I again, it's, it's like, yeah, of course, yes, but it's the, like anything else. But there, there are the average American, like your neighbor or like you're like the average person that you run into on a daily basis that thinks logically and, and, and they're noticing like I talk everybody I talk to is feeling this in their pockets. Everybody I talk to is sick and tired of the gas prices. I have not run into one person that is like, yeah, this is awesome. Like I don't mm-hmm. mind more at the pump. There's not one person that I've run into and they're noticing and they're talking about it everywhere I go. Like I even go to the guy I went to, yo, I went to Costco. I bought one of those big thing of Mayo. Yeah. And uh, I know you hate Mayo, hate uh, it. <laughs> but I bought a big, a big one. And it was, and the lady was ringing me up at the self checkout, and she's like, "Holy shit, mayonnaise is ten dollars." She's like, "When did it go up to ten dollars? That's insane!" Like even the cashiers were like, "Holy fuck, this is expensive." Like when you go to like Boar's Head cold cuts, like when you go to the deli counter, at least near me at the at the supermarket. It was a pound of roast beef is like is sixteen dollars and change. It's insane. It used it used to be nine dollars. It used to be like nine dollars for a pound of roast beef. Like I I I I went to the store. I literally bought ten things. It was like a hundred eighty four dollars. I could not believe it. My girl bought literally five things at at the local grocery store. It was eighty five dollars. I'm like, this is fucking out of control. But what, what, what's wild is people will argue, literally people who hate, just out of hatred of Republicans, hatred of Donald Trump, hatred of anything that has to do with, with the right, and they will defend this guy and say that Joe Biden inherited a horrible economy and horrible inflation. And Joe Biden lied and said it himself at a speech not too long ago when he mm-hmm. Behind inflation, and he said no because it was high when he came here, when he got into office, and it was literally one point two to one point four percent inflation, and we are now over, I believe, seven percent inflation. And that's, I think, that's that's a, a, a fabricated number. I think it's way higher when you actually look at the cost of goods and how much how much. <laughs> The percentage is then it's like 24% when you look at the actual cost of goods. But even forget about what we can speculate it is. Let's take the reported number, the average, at 7%. Crazy high. Over two years when it was 1.2, but you're going to blame it on things like COVID, which why are we blaming? Oh, because of 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 of, uh, of supply chain shortages? That's all bullshit. He blamed Putin tonight on the gas prices and the shortage of goods. That's just reinforcing them. That's reinforcing them blame because they 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 were blaming as as soon as he went into Ukraine, they started blaming him about the high gas prices that happened months before he he stepped into Ukraine. Way, way, way before, way before it was the gas prices were insanely high, and the fact that they're actually not at their highest at this point yet. 
is is amazing to me because I I really thought gas prices were going to skyrocket r- pretty quickly after the Republican Congress because you could already see the you already see the narrative that they're trying to spin and blame the Republicans that gas prices are so high, uh, and they've they've only been a uh, Republican majority for a couple weeks. Listen, I mean, I remember gas in New York below two dollars a gallon. Oh, your your lights went off again. Two below two dollars a gallon when Donald Trump was president. I was filling up my car at a dollar eighty nine, dollar seventy, dollar seventy five, dollar ninety. Saw it in the George Floyd documentary, Alan. We saw it in the fucking documentary. George- the day George Floyd died of a fentanyl overdose in Minneapolis, Minnesota, gas was a dollar eighty nine a gallon. A dollar eighty-nine. It was unbelievable, I, and that's the one thing I noticed more than anything. Now was- I wonder how much gas is at that same gas station, if it's still open, if they didn't burn it down during the summer of love. What that gas station is, uh, is selling gas for again? Well, I think right now. I would love for somebody out in that area to take a photo of that gas station in front of a cup, cup of noodles or or cup. Whatever the store was called, Cups food. I think cups food. That's what it was, Mister Mr. Adam. Go, go out. Let's go talk to Mister Adam. <laughs> I, I literally. I mean, and I get it. Listen, the State of the Union is always is always a puff piece. Again, Gerald Ford was probably the only honest one when he said that the State of the Union was not good. But for him to say the State of the Union is strong. When we are allowing foreign nations to fly things across our airspace. We're a laughing stock, Alan. Where we know about it and watching it and nothing is being done. When we have border security for the, that, you know, the, the, uh, we have none. It's all smoke and mirrors. And what's wild is that these people on the left that cheer him. You can't tell me that some of them know deep down that our country is on a decline. We're suffering. Everything that's happening is fucked. But they will clap because they have to run the line. And how many State of the Union addresses do we hear? And, 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 and I refuse to accept the explanation from some fucked up, retarded progressive saying, well, that's just how Republicans act and they have no decorum and they're pieces of shit and they're wild and extremists. But what state, what president, maybe there's other ones that I don't know about, but what president is getting heckled during their State of the Union address, but heckled because of real issues? No, never. I mean, Donald Trump, when he did his State of the Union, you had some Democrats say anything, but he didn't even acknowledge them. He just He just powered through. Um, where this is this is to the point where jo- Joey Bag of Donuts was interacting with the hecklers because it was so bad, and they were pointing out facts, and he was trying to deny or deflect or p- point out other things that were uh, to to prove his point, which we all know is fake and gay. Oh, I I saw a video clip before, um, and I got a text message. Apparently, my boy George Santos, Congressman Santos, New York's third district, who I'm good friends with and support. Um, Mitt Romney, he had an interaction with Mitt Romney before. Mitt Romney went up to him, and you can see actually verbalize. Mitt Romney said to him, 
you should be embarrassed. He said it like four times. You should be embarrassed. And base George Santos looked at him in the face and said, well, you can fuck off, asshole. (laughs) Old Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney, who was, you know, cheering with the Democrats. You know, Pocahontas, who couldn't even, you know, stay in her seat because she was so enthralled about the, you know. He he is the definition of Rhino. When you look at his voting record, you look at the things that he has done. Like I don't, I always wonder. I always wondered. It's not that I always wondered because I know I know the reason why. Uh, but I always I always say like, how does this guy keep getting elected in Utah with all these Mormons? And this guy's such a piece of shit. And uh, then I realized, oh yeah, it's all rigged and it's all fake and gay. Well all rigged it's also a lot of money too he is the uniparty there's a lot of money a lot of money behind him always has been and you know it's the problem is you also still have a lot of republicans who are that way those cheney romney republicans that are like i i know people in utah i know quite a, a few people in utah and they are tremendous Romney loyalists. It's 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 really frightening. And these are these are Republicans. Even some of the Republicans who are Trump fans too, they they're still no matter what, they're like the Romney has this like cult weird following. Um yeah, that is really weird. It is, it is. He he's he's it's just it's sick. And uh uh he didn't look too good, I'll tell you that right now. And I, I still think that he's sitting back to see what is happening between Trump and DeSantis. Um, It wouldn't still would surprise me if he, if, if Ron DeSantis decides to run for president, it wouldn't surprise me if Mitt Romney decided to, because the rationale between it, the rationale there from what I hear, I've heard not recently is that if Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump go head to head and split the MAGA movement, the America First movement, that some rhino uniparty Republican could sneak in and win the nomination. I don't see it happening. I, I'm a firm believer is I think the more people that run as Republicans for the primary, the better, just like in 2016, because I think – I think Donald Trump won 30% of the vote in the primary, and that's what brought him over because it was so many. I do think that the more people that jump in, the, that jump in this year is going to be a little different than 2016, uh, the first time there was a, a major primary. Um, we know we have Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley, I, I'm going I, to announce it probably next week. Do you think uh, Tulsi Gabbard's going to run as a Republican? I don't think so. No, no. I think they might trot her out there. No, I, I, I mean, it, she, she's she, listen. If she wants to waste time and 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 money and energy, go for it. She ran as a Democrat. What's that? She ran as a Democrat. She did. She did because, but she, she's not. So what? Why not? I think she might make the now that she's a, she came out as a Republican and made this huge. Well, I don't think I actually I, she didn't come out as a Republican. 
she came out leaving the Democratic Party. Yeah, but I think she's now a Republican. I don't know. I I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I don't think she officially declared herself a Republican. I didn't she, know that. Uh, uh, Mitt Romney was the governor of Massachusetts. Oh yeah, years and years ago. I didn't know that. I know you could be a governor and a senator from a different state. That's wild. No, he was in. He lived in Massachusetts. He was, like, <laughs> and then he. Then he just went out to Utah and became a governor. Well, look what look what Hillary Clinton did. Senator? Oh, true, true. Of course, <laughs> true. I mean, how many people would just run for something in another district too within their state? I mean, yeah, you live there, you can run. I, I don't, I don't, I don't see Tulsi Gabbard as a, any type of contender. Um, I don't think she's a contender, but I think she's gonna throw her hat in the ring. I think she would be stupid too because she doesn't have the political backing to run as a Republican. She wouldn't have it to run as a Republican. Um, I think any Republican that would say, "Hey, I would vote for Tulsi Gabbard." as a Republican for president in the primary must be on some yeah, hard or hallucinogenics because you'd have to look at her voting record as a Democrat because that's all she has. And and it's it, it, it's horrific. It, it, it's it's nowhere near a Republican. She's no. a, a World Economic Forum puppet. That's why I think she might run. They it's might throw her out there to get some of those those mm-hmm. people that are in the middle, they're like, "Oh, she's she used to be a Democrat, but she saw she saw what's going on and left, and now she's an independent. I'm going to vote for her because she's in the middle." Um, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they trot her out there to steal some votes. She ain't stealing that much. She, no, she's again, she's she's a non-entity. I don't I, I don't think she's stealing stealing much, but like I said, I don't think I, I wouldn't be shocked to see her throw her her hat in the ring. Um, I'm you know, very, I'm very surprised there was no mention of the spy balloon that he took down. He, they made it a point not to mention that. That be and and they, there's, they're not mentioning it because well, you, you still have the navy out there, uh, looking for and recovering debris. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's not the, the anyone who asks why they didn't bring it up, they could fall on. Well, now it's a matter of national security, and we're investigating it. So, I mean, you know. of course, of course, but yeah. uh, I'm surprised he didn't pat himself on the back, like in in mention. Well, in a sense, he did. He didn't mention it, but he said something about the military and protecting the United States sovereignty and blah blah blah, and and that's what we did. You know, maybe pointing to that because it's threat. But we know that's bullshit too. There was a mention of that and uh obviously he didn't uh, avoid it all all classified document mention no no he's not gonna mention that i mean that would be you you can't you're doing this the state of the union when when you're talking about the state of the union you have to just leave it to american policy for the american people and you leave scandals out of it you leave controversial things out of it for yourself personally obviously and and no well, I, mean, I said obviously he left that out and yeah. uh, it's funny to me that now in the, in the midst of all of the things that are happening around him and around his administration and just in america in general just everything that's going on he goes out there and gives that speech and says the things that he says 
it's it's wild. I mean, it, it is it is still on the table, dude. That he steps down. It is still on the table that he has to resign. Like all all these things are still a possibility. I don't think any of that's gonna happen. I don't think he's gonna step down. I don't think he's gonna resign. I think um, stupidly and boldly, um, I think he's gonna announce that he's gonna be running for re-election. Um, so too, but that that that's the vibe. He he's. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see him going anywhere. I don't see him going anywhere. He was the bell of the bull. Everybody was there shaking his hand and he was, you know, googly eyed looking up at them. Like everybody's here for me, clapping for me, surprise for me. That's all optics. I mean, you know, people are going to, are, are going to greet, agree. People are going to greet the president more so to respect the office than the man. And that, and that, that's readily said for things like this. I mean, which, whatever. Um, I think, you know, more importantly, now that this is over and committees are, you know, brewing and cooking and members are brewing and cooking in their committees, I'm imagining, especially this balloon thing, one, I would hope that whether it's, uh, I don't know, whether it's foreign affairs, whatever, whoever it is, um, uh, defense intelligence that they are going to subpoena every member or at least the relevant ones of the joint chiefs into a hearing in reference to the spy balloon um and whoever else revel i mean i I would hope to see that there are subpoenas flying around to everybody and everybody to answer questions about that about the who what where when why and how and because this is something that if they just allow to just go by the wayside and people to forget about um, often of course though of course they'd love to try to do that i mean if let listen if nobody spotted if joe shit the rag man in montana did not spot that balloon and it went undetected but they detected it we would have never known nope i mean let's face it they would have hit it nobody would have said hey by the way there was a Chinese spy balloon flying in our country. Let's tell the American public that you know foreign adversary is flying spy balloons in our. Not air. like the three that Donald Trump hid from the American people. Not like that. Yeah, I love that. That's the response. I I, I really do. I, I I it just brings me so much joy that they have the balls to say something like that. That they're just going to go out there and say, yeah, Donald had three and he had no idea, and. Uh, is floated throughout our sky, and we just, we're just telling you about it now. We're well, just- we didn't detect it till he left office. Well, yeah, oh, that, that's believable. That's believable. <laughs> Meanwhile, we have people out there, literally, in rural America. They, it's their job. They make it their mission every day to go hunting for unidentified flying objects because they think little green men are going to come and give them hand jobs in the middle of the desert. You're well, telling me anal probes. You're going to get anal probes, right? You're telling me that nobody is 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 going to uh, to, to 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 not. Yeah, see no that. one's going to see this random thing floating in the sky that doesn't look normal. Like, what the fuck is that? That's not a hot air balloon. That's way too high. What the fuck is going on? And I'm, I'm. How did they? What I'd like to know, and I don't think many people are asking, is how did they identify it so quickly as a Chinese spy balloon? 
like like there was no marking there's no like ccc cp flag just waving on the side what happened was they announced it maybe maybe we don't know what happened behind the scenes between you know in the military with with because but how did that's what what i'm wondering China china made a statement maybe they whatever maybe there was a suspicion maybe they they did listen you know that the our government once it was detected did reconnaissance on it and somehow was able to figure out something about it whether there was a marking on it and maybe not just like something where they could have said i mean it's a little investigative work because they got the chinese to say yes it is ours but it's a civilian meteorolo- weather measuring meteorology balloon. You had the Chinese say that, which we know is a bullshit lie. Of course, they're going to say that, okay? Because it was not it it was not being directed or flown in any type of normal weather pattern. They had said that. Well, it's bullshit because this thing isn't going into any normal weather pattern to measure weather. So that's that's bullshit, and it's around military installations, you know, literally like flying over or very close to and near military bases where there's like oh 150 nuclear warheads kept. So no it's, big deal. it's no big deal. So it's literally one of those things where pretty. I mean, once they figured it out, maybe they questioned them. Maybe they maybe they picked up the phone and oh, said, "Hey, this your fucking balloon or whatever, whatever it is." And yeah, it's ours, but it's not military. It's not government. It's civilian. I, yeah. I, 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 they, they found out pretty quickly. So I'd be very interested to hear how that process went down. Uh, you, well, you will, I would imagine you won't hear that because I, no, I, I not. you're not going to hear that because, and I can understand why we wouldn't hear that because there we would want to hear that, but that's something that, you know. I, I, it'd be, it'd be one, it'd be one thing if it was, you know, shot down really quickly and they kept it hush, like didn't tell us why, but like the fact that they just let it float in our country and like, let it sit there. Why, why, just why did they allow that? So if it wasn't a threat, what, what, what was the reasoning behind it? And we should, we should, should get more details and we should demand more details as to why that happened and how it was identified. Well, hence the reason why I'd imagine that there's going to be a hearing called about it, and once they the the uh, they figure out more and they're able to issue subpoenas to say, hey, listen, issue issue subpoenas to that. I would imagine Millie or any of the other Joint Chiefs of Staffs, or, or all of them that would have to be present for that type of order or operation, should be brought in and and questioned about it. Um, you know, it's is. I don't. Joe Biden really didn't make any official official statements. Like he didn't address. Did he address the nation about the balloon? I don't think so. That's why I I, I'm. I I kind of thought he might make a statement like patting himself on the back, like we took it down. He wasn't even in the country when it happened. He wasn't even. Where was he when it happened? I don't know. No, he was in the. He was in the country. I, I I don't know. But regardless, you know, it's 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 something that definitely should be looked into and questioned who knew intelligence where intelligence agencies involved was this just something that the military and the joint chief of staff were involved with um it it, it took them time to do it and they uh 
it's, it's who, who, who who put who put the stand down order like why was it why was it told not to be taken down like what 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 was the directions who is in charge who is making these decisions why these decisions are made there's a lot of things that need to be uncovered with this situation and, and in reality uh it was probably just a distraction um yeah, absolutely it could be. I think the biggest question should be, okay, if Wednesday Joe Biden said to shoot it down, was that just that was the order, shoot it down, or was it shoot it down when it's strategically safe that the balloon debris won't hurt any Americans or do any damage on American soil? Which, you know, there were places where they could have done it, like, and you know, maybe it would have landed on an elk or a water buffalo or whatever in Montana. Yeah. Or like, you know, the 300 people that, you know, are ice fishing in Alaska or the the 300 people that are ice fishing and the other 300 that are knocked down drunk. Cause that's all there is to do in Alaska is drink and ice fish and kill bears, but wrestle grizzly bears. Yeah. You got to get some Um, Jake Wando, the foxhole family. They know get the Jake (laughs) Wando fight bears. Like, you know, it's, it's all, it's, but it doesn't matter because the state of the union is strong. It's very strong, Alan. We're in great shape. We're going in the right direction. We got to finish the job, Alan. We got to finish. We got to come together and we got to finish the job because we're we, we got more jobs now. We got to say jobs fifty thousand times just yes. so it registers in everybody's brain that Joe Biden created jobs. The economy's great. The economy's strong. Everybody's doing good. The middle class is the strongest it's ever been. The rich people are paying. The poor people are four hundred thousand dollars or less. You're not. You're not paying more in taxes. Bullshit. Because if you have six hundred dollar Venmo fee, it is now taxed. And I and I think that's another um, another sign of that he is going to announce and run for reelection. Because he keeps saying, um, let's finish the job. And he said yeah, it's we, we're almost, just getting started, too. He, ha- he has said it so many times that that literally could be his slogan. Slogan, let's finish it up. Look at what I've done. 12 million jobs and who knows that 12 million jobs in two more years it, for him might turn to be 24 million jobs created industry oh, infrastructure wait, they're going 50 million jobs right, created and this is what i'm doing so you need to re you need to re-elect joe biden as president of the united states so we can finish the job folks this is not hyperbole the union is strong and let's make it stronger joe biden Build back better. Now let's finish the job. We built back better. Now we got to finish it. We have to save the soul of the nation. I can't wait to see his Scranton, Pennsylvania mining campaign ad. We got to be out here finish for finish the job for the blue collar worker. My dad taught me how to work hard, and my dad he said this, and my dad said this, and finish the job. Because we created more jobs. These miners, they're here because I brought this mining mining industry back. I'm Joe Biden. Let's finish the job. Let's finish the job. Let's finish the job. Russell Wilson, let's ride. Let's finish the job and get more jabs into more people's arms. The State of the Union is strong. (laughs) All right, with that, I'm done.
Yeah. <laughs> I go, my head hurts after all this. My head hurts. Yeah, like, my fucking head hurts. It's a fun fucking Tuesday. We'll be back on Friday. Same bad time, same bad channel. Come hang out with us in the chat. Uh, tons to talk about. Uh, as we all know, the news is constantly... It's just a constant clown world. It's never ending. Never ending clown world. Uh, so come and hang out with your favorite domestic terrorists. Shout out to our sponsors, My Page Cigars, Kush Creams, and Serious CBD. We'll be back next time. Until next time, domestic terrorists, where we go one, we go all. See ya. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine, is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie 
lie, lie, and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented. And the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company, and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again. The truth.